0: The following show is not intended for radio broadcast. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Internet edition of the show. And as always, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. There's no toll free number, though. Just want to let you know that. Because, well, we don't have our network with us. I couldn't bribe any of the board operators to come in and work on New Year's Eve. I I I don't think bribe's the right term. Pay. Well, uh, there would have been a little bit. It would have. Okay, yes. Because they wouldn't have been getting paid from the network. So they would be getting paid from me. Anyway, they wanted to take the night off. So we're here with you because, well, Mark, you're back in the. in the state this week. I am. I wanted to put you back to work. Yeah, well, the, here I am. Not that I haven't been
1: working all day on my uh, my new house here in, in New Hampshire. I, it's difficult to call, call it a house, but right. the, the, it's now a cellar hole. But yeah, that's what I've been doing all day. So how was your vacation? It was great. Uh, Florida was fun. You know, I had some things to do. Saw some people get uh, married that I know and, and was the best man and did the toast, and that was fun.
0: Good times. Good times. Well, we're here for you. The numbers are going to be a little different tonight. Uh, There's no toll-free line, so 941-925-8357. You have to pay a little long distance, uh, but then again, everybody's got cell phones these days, and it's probably free long distance, so probably shouldn't be a big deal. Likely. Right. Um, And, of course, the amp line is open as well, so if you're a Free Talk Live amplifier, you can absolutely uh, get to us that way. Once again, the number for uh, for dialing in tonight is 941-925-8357. It's a big week, Mark. Uh, you know, of course, we've got the Liberty Forum coming up this week. We're going to be out there three nights this week. So half of the shows are going to be live Liberty Forum shows. Looking forward to that. Uh, by the way, tonight and tomorrow night, we'll, we'll, we will be live internet only. And, you know, Mark, you missed a lot last week. Uh, you missed us interviewing Russell Means.
1: Yeah, I, I I did hear the recorded version of that, Um, at least a good portion of it, until, for some reason,
0: my computer cut off.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was very cool. And I would like to meet Mr. Means. But um, you know, well, yeah. Well, I know that
0: I know that Chris, who is the guy who's organizing the Liberty Forum this year, I put him in touch with Russell, and so perhaps we're going to see Russell Means out at maybe Pork or maybe next year's Liberty Forum.
1: It'd so, be really great.
0: So excited about that. Uh, once again, nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. Why don't we start things out with a story that I just didn't have a chance to get to this weekend? We mentioned it, and it just never came around. It's about the Amish. And uh, I have to tell you Mark these people are my favorite religion of all time.
1: Yes, you do like the Amish.
0: They are my heroes because they don't bother anybody. They just go about their lives. I mean, you know them as well as, well as I do, probably if not more. Sure,
1: we're both from Sarasota and that's where the Amish come to play during
0: the uh, winter time. A lot of them live there permanently. They they do. They've got, they've got a little enclave down there, basically.
1: Yep. You know that uh, you can get something constructed uh, well in Sarasota if the person's last name is Yoder.
0: Yeah, That's true. Uh, so what I want to talk about here is from Black River Falls, Wisconsin. The La Crosse Tribune reporting the first of several rural Jackson County Amish residents accused of ignoring state building codes has been judged to have violated that code. Daniel S. Borntrigger of the town of Franklin won't know his punishment however until January 3rd where he must meet they, in They just
1: say it. Bone Trigger.
0: Bone Trigger. Bone trigger. Okay. Uh, where he must meet in Jackson County Circuit Judge Gerald Lobbs courtroom. He faces fines of between 25 and $1,000 for every day of violation and could be barred from inhabiting the home he built without a permit. Mm. Officials in the towns of Franklin and Albion have, for the past year, pondered solutions to the collective refusal by a small group of Amish to get building permits for work on their properties and homes. Complaints were filed in July against six men. One complaint was dropped after deadlines for responses came and went without action uh, from the Amish. Jackson County has seen a steady increase in the number of Amish families moving to rural areas, lured by the privacy and agricultural potential of the Rolling Hills outside of Black River Falls. Now, do you think the Amish uh, people have ever cared about pulling permits? <laughs> were there permits back when the Amish they were, were doing originally... barn
1: raisings and that that yeah, kind of thing?
0: Yeah. I I think not. Right. And uh, and I'm, I imagine that a number of those houses are probably still standing. So, the issue isn't safety, is no, it? No, the issue is
1: uh you know, a a a graft system set up where the the, the manufacturers of all kinds of different equipment uh say Oh, we've got a, it, it's its public safety concern. We have to set up all these rules as though, you know, they, they have these huge, what, what are they called, leach fields for uh, septic uh, tanks. I mean, just gigantic things that cost tens, sometimes $10,000, dollars at thousands of dollars, if not ten, tens of thousands of dollars to make these things. And you know who got them through? Well, Caterpillar's lobbyists, because they knew that if they, there was an excavation work to be done and this leech field would be very good for them. And so that's why we have them. I mean, a couple, a century ago, people were putting their poo in holes. I mean, it's just, I, I, don't, I don't see any reason for most of this stuff.
0: Right. It's it's just about lining the bureaucracy's pockets with extra cash. It's completely unnecessary. And look how upset they get. Look at how upset the bureaucrats uh, become when someone dares to say no. In this case, it's a small group of Amish uh, that, uh, that have said, you know what, screw you. We're just going to go and build whatever we want to build, and we're not going to ask you for permission. But now they're trying to get them in trouble for it, and I think it's sad. I think this is a a tragic story. Officials say the majority of newcomers, some of them skilled carpenters, uh, again, they've seen a steady increase in the number of Amish families uh, moving to rural areas, they say they've complied with the state-mandated uniform building code, but one splinter group has not, citing religious objections to entering into contracts with non-Amish.
1: Uh, not to mention, they probably don't want to have to put electrical in their
0: houses, and I'll bet you that's in the code. That's a good point. The result has been frequent visits from Rod Stenielson, the building inspector for nearby wherever county, in, uh, somewhere near Jackson. Uh, the disputes have spilled over into a broader public discussion, some of it heated belie- uh, between residents who argue the building laws have to be equally enforced, and others who feel these Amish aren't harming anyone with their beliefs. Stenielsen said, Born, tri- Born, Born, Trigger. Born Trigger, you said? Bontrager pretty much built an entire house without getting any permits. Bontrager now has 30 days to come up with building plans, which is primarily what we've been waiting for for more than a year. Said the bureaucrat, he still has not done what he needs to do. The court held off on the fine to give him the time to get this right. Isn't that nice? They're just so, they just care so much, Mark. They held off. They, held, they it's, withheld.
1: It's because they're going to look really bad bringing the Amish up on charges. And they're doing it, though. It's, it's, that's, that's what's perfect about this, is the Amish are the perfect people. Um, they can't paint them um, horribly or anything right. like that, because they have uh, hundreds of years of uh, good PR behind them, mm-hmm. and it people realize just how silly these uh, uh, building codes
0: are going to be. Well, it, you know, it does ring a, a bell similar to what's been going on here in New Hampshire, With our civil disobedience activists here, because uh, people like Russell Canning or Lauren Canario, some of these uh, folks who have just decided to go about living their lives without asking permission from the government first, they're in very similar situations as these Amish people. Of course, they don't have the hundreds of years to to back them up, but still, it's still someone who's nonviolent, someone who's not threatening. Someone who's just going about their life, and now we're going to see how awful and tyrannical this government is when they come cracking down on whether it be Lauren, or, our friend, or in this case, the Amish folk. Stanielsen, the bureaucrat, said Born, uh, Bontrager's required to provide us with a building plan. Show the building as it is now, right, so and the, showing how he's going to fix it to meet code, or he has to provide a structural structural analysis of the building from an engineer that says it meets code. They
1: don't even know... If the boat building meets code or not, because they, they don't know anything about the building. So what really is the issue is here is they haven't he hasn't come and uh, bowed and bowed. scraped yeah. in front of in front of them saying, please, please give me a permit. Right. I did. I went through this process in, in the last few months, and it is arduous. Um, you know, we, we don't they don't have much for a building inspector in the town that I'm building in, but. They do have a uh, a planning committee of some sort where you have to present a site plan, which is a giant piece of paper showing, you know, the the building, and it has to have all the right marks on it and say, you know, all the things that they want it to say. Or right. Didn't you go in it.
0: once and it did, you didn't have like the right piece of paper or something? Right, and I
1: had all the information that they needed, but I didn't have it on one piece of paper that cost two thousand dollars at least. I mean, I've seen I had, saw quotes as high as five, but two thousand dollars at least to uh, uh, to produce. I had all the information they needed. They just wouldn't look at it. They, I, I literally averted their eyes. Hmm. They would, they, 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 oh, the people on the committee would turn away. No, no, we cannot look at that information. That piece it of must...
0: paper is not compliant. Right. So that's what we're talking so about. So you're
1: here. telling me that's not the lobby of the, uh, the the surveyors out
0: there that's getting that done? Bontrager did have someone fax an engineer's report to the town, said Steniusen. I love how it says he had someone fax because these guys don't have fax machines. He doesn't machines. have a fax machine. Steniusen, uh, the bureaucrat, said it was a couple of real minor drawings with little information and inadequate proof of compliance. And Steniusen's judgment. By the way, you know what I'd like to know? Is inadequate
1: is, proof of compliance. See, th- they don't know.
0: This bureaucrat says he's required to provide us with all this stuff. Well, how is that exactly? How is he required to provide these bureaucrats with all that? How did that requirement come about? Did he ever agree to, re- you know, provide all that stuff? Because if he didn't agree to it, then how could he become required? That's can, what I'm confused about. I can tell you what the bureaucrats think. 941-925-8357. It's the live Internet edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is an Internet edition of the show. It's the last one of the year, as a matter of fact. Can't squeeze another one in it. No. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, happy New Year's Eve. We're in the studio live. Even though we couldn't convince the board operators at the network to come in and work, we decided to do a show for you anyway. So the number's a little bit different. It's 941-925-8357. That's, uh, I guess, should we call that the SACL-CAI call-in line tonight? We we can call it that if we'd like. <laughs> it's not toll-free, uh, but it is 941-925-8357. Of course, the amp line is open, as it always is. You know, the... Uh...
1: The podcast listeners are, as far as from an advertising standpoint, they react uh, as, uh, to advertising on a much larger percentage than regular radio listeners. So, they sure do. Uh, you know, our podcast listeners care more. They listen to the show from start to finish. Many of them do. Many of them listen to every single show that's produced. Most of our radio listeners, nowhere near that. Um, maybe, uh, maybe the folks in Montana—they seem to be really. really well, there's into the always, show.
0: there's always going to be a, a segment of the radio listening audience that is dedicated to a show. Mm-hmm. It's a small segment. I don't know what the percentage is, but there's definitely those people out there that make an appointment to tune in at a certain time, to listen to free talk live on their local radio station. I, I have no doubt that those people exist.
1: I just don't think there's nearly as many of them as there are podcast listeners.
0: It's hard to say, because we don't really know how many people listen to the radio at any given moment in time. Uh, of course, we also we hear from certain radio callers, but then again, there's you know probably hundreds, if not thousands more, that are just listening that we'll never hear from. So many of them, we won't know what their level of listenership is. We'll never know.
1: It's, it's difficult to know those kind of things, but...
0: Why do you bring that up anyway?
1: Well, I was just saying that uh, we're doing a podcast-only show. We could just decide to take the night off, but podcast listeners are our most important listeners.
0: Now, that's a way to put it. Yes, you're right. Um, And so they would be sad. They'd be very sad if we didn't put out any product.
1: I'm sure they have an expectation. Many people uh, design their days around listening to Free Talk Live. They they either listen while they're exercising or whether at work or whatever it is that they're doing. They want to be able to listen.
0: Right, plus, uh, I should mention, Mark, I know that you, you get the updates like everybody, um, most of our listeners do. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's you how get, I find out
1: what's going on the show.
0: Right, you can get signed up for that at updates.freetalklive.com. But as you know, we sent out an update, uh, I guess, was it Saturday, Friday, somewhere around then, announcing that we are now streaming an additional stream. It's over our webcam. So our webcam, Mark, now has the best quality audio of any of the Free Talk live streams. So... We're encouraging our listeners to listen to the show online. If you're going to listen live, listen via the webcam. And it's easy to do. The link's right there on the uh, the tune-in page. Uh, So you just go to cam.freetalklive.com. That's the way to pull up the show. You don't have to watch if you don't want to. If you've got things to do, you know, if you're cooking dinner or surfing the web, whatever, you don't have to watch it to listen through the I can't imagine somebody
1: would watch that start to finish.
0: Well, it, you would you don't want right? You don't want to watch it necessarily start to finish, but but if you're listening, it increases our listener count or our viewer count. And the higher our viewer count is, the more people on the the website that streams us, stickam.com, the more people will see the show. So by the end of the by the end of the show last time, Saturday, the first night we did this, mm-hmm. we were the top show on their radio listings because we had like 70 something people listening to the stream via stickam. Wow, only 70, 76 I think
1: surprised it's not more, but uh, tonight we'll probably have more.
0: Well, there's only so many people that are on the service, and then there's Mm -hmm. only so many people that are interested in listening to radio, because stickam.com is a website that it's sort of like the YouTube of, um, and I realize we've completely gotten lost from (laughs) the Amish story, but who the hell cares? It's an internet show. Uh, There's there's no real reason to uh, be as structured as we normally are. But the stickam.com website, it's kind of like the YouTube of live streaming, in that what YouTube has done so brilliantly is it has completely removed all costs involved in distributing video on the internet. Because if you had a video that you wanted to, uh, to get online and you wanted people to download, and a bunch of people downloaded it before YouTube, it would, you'd be paying through the nose for bandwidth fees. Okay. Whereas if you put that up on YouTube, YouTube pays for the bandwidth, and you can send that sucker out there to a million viewers, five million viewers if you want to, and it won't cost you a dime. So that's the brilliance of YouTube. The stickam.com website is the same sort of concept where we push our stream from the video camera out, and they take that stream, they rebroadcast it, and they handle the bandwidth for all the rebroadcasting. So all the people, whether it's 10 or 76 or 7,000 people that tune in via our webcam doesn't even put a, it doesn't even uh, affect Nothing. our server doesn't cost us anything yeah it doesn't cost our server any bandwidth at all, which is great uh, mm-hmm. so as the show gets more and more popular, we don't have to pay more for our server, which is a very good thing and the quality is excellent I mean I was shocked at how, uh, how good the quality was the, the quality is like in the 100 kilobit range so it's it's like twice the quality you can you can hear papers shuffling in the studio really? over the stick am. Uh, you can't servers. hear that on the other.
1: I don't think so. Well, I think what the the best part about it is, is there's no delay. Um, Very little, like less than a second. I have, uh, you know, I mean, if people send me IMs during the show telling, you know, that I've screwed something up or some fact or something, if they send it to me they're going to be sending it to me almost real time at this point um that's true because it's only one second delay as opposed to like 30 seconds on the, yes. the stream
0: it's i would say it's even less than a second so it's and it's synced now so before people were confused when they were watching us on the webcam and they were listening to us 30 seconds later uh, now it's actually synced. So it's really just the best of everything. So once again, cam.freetalklive.com. We want to convert you to a webcam viewer if possible. Of course, if you're a dial-up listener, well, you can't do that. Anyway, back to the Amish story. Once again, the number here is uh, Sickle CAI, not-so-toll-free line, 941-925-8357. Ampline's open. These Amish folk in, let's see, this is La Crosse. This is Wisconsin. It's a well, it's like Jackson County is what I okay. Uh, Lacrosse, they, uh, Lacrosse Tribune's reporting that there's a clique of Amish people that have decided they don't want to have anything to do with, uh, pulling permits to put up their houses. And so at least one of them built an entire house without asking mommy government's permission. And at this point, government, uh, the government's very, very upset. The bureaucrats are, 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 they're very pissed. And they want to. They want to fine this guy up to $1,000 a day. Now, a- apparently the fine ranges from as little as $25 a day to $1,000 a day. Mm-hmm. But you know it's retroactive. So if this guy's had his house up for a year, and even if it's $25 a day, that's going to be a significant fine coming
1: well, his they way. They can make it retroactive or not. And I I don't know. It, it would seem to me that the bureaucrats are best off trying to uh, resolve this in his, uh, with as little problem as possible. So I don't know how they're going to do that, but that would be what is best for them.
0: Well, the bureaucrats are already jumping down this guy's throat. Uh, They say that he hasn't provided them with the plans that they require him to provide. Uh, The bureaucrat claims that Mr. Bontrager's house doesn't meet code from footing to roof peak. I was there when he started building. I've been down that road many times. Said uh, that Bontrager was given advice and materials on following code, but ignored them. Bontrager was without a lawyer who uh, said Katie DeCaro, who has emerged as an informal advocate for the Amish in the building permit dispute, she said, I don't think that he's got a chance, I don't think he got a chance to explain, but whether he did or not, he didn't have any legal representation. Apparently, Bontrager and his wife have 13 children. Wow. The youngest, six months old. I would hope the last thing anybody would want is to see Amish after Amish showing up in court, unrepresented. Black, uh, Black River Falls lawyer who represents the towns wasn't available for comment. So it looks like they're going through with this, Mark. They're gonna prosecute this man, and they're gonna try to force him to pay these fines. Otherwise, they're gonna keep him, try to keep him out of his house. It's disgusting stuff, and it's going and on his
1: 13 kids.
0: right here in the land of the free. More free talk live on the way. It's the internet edition. You can still take control. 941-925-8357 scientists have discovered a human hormone
2: that increases people's trust in each other oxytocin and for the first time with liquid trust you can harness this power
3: buy liquid trust now at 800-507-3718 or liquidtrustspray.com. use code FTL to get free shipping
0: This is Free Talk Live, and it is a live internet edition of the program. No radio stations tonight. Our radio listeners, unfortunately, are forced to listen to some refeed from a month ago. So, I don't know which one. I don't know what show it is. I don't really care. The network usually asks me, what show do you want to put on? Whatever. It's a refeed.
1: Well, it's a slight issue right now, uh, having to do with live reads. I mean... People on the radio yeah, are right, listening Mark. to some live radio. Maybe so I, I should
0: go back, like, just a week or something like that. Do you think that's what I should do?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: All right. Well, anyway, uh, we're here. It's a live Internet show. It is the New Year's Eve edition of the program, nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. You can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we have the wiki with over 1,500 pages created by listeners like you. Go and uh, edit it to your heart's content at wiki.freetalklive.com, wiki.freetalklive.com.
1: Sickles. CAI has a fucking full-orbed approach to account recovery. <laughs> it's really three companies. He asked you
0: to do that. He, right? did. he okay. did. He wanted me to do that <laughs> just to prove we weren't on the radio. Great. Now I have to put "not safe for broadcast" in front of uh, the show tonight. Thanks, Jason.
1: <laughs> hey, Jason has uh, bought and paid for this show a uh, hundred times over. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Sakel knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359 and do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live.
0: Yeah, I'll give them one, too. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> right. There you go. There's no FCC tonight, so I have
1: to will myself to say um, the F bomb and the S bomb. I, ha- I have to decide yeah. that I'm going to say.
0: Although there it. was a last last segment, I came close to uh, cursing and I backed off just because it's just my natural habit to to back off from that. But. I swear, you, I swear to you, we're really here. It's an internet show. Again, no toll-free line, 941-925-8357. Uh, so we've got, uh, as always, just a lot to talk about here. Uh, Batteries, planes. I know you said you had an email, Mark. I still don't know what that's about. But we'll talk about batteries on the planes. The TSA, they just can't stop coming up with stupid new rules. I've got a little follow.
1: TSA story myself.
0: Ooh. Okay, okay. Well, let me tell this and then we'll get we'll get to that. Okay. Uh this from cnetnews.com. If you don't want to if you don't want to lose your spare lithium batteries for your camera, notebook or cell phone, and God. lithium batteries are a little pricey. These oh, are yeah. al- alkalines. I
1: bought uh, I bought a battery for an um an old computer I had and it was $150. Yeah.
0: Well, apparently, if you don't want to lose them, you better pack carefully for your next flight. New rules from the TSA that take effect tomorrow ban travelers from carrying loose lithium batteries in checked baggage. Checked.
1: Checked baggage. That
0: means you just can't carry it at all?
1: Apparently. Can you carry it on? um... Well,
0: passengers are allowed to pack two spare batteries in their carry-on bag as long as they're in clear plastic baggies. they got a thing for that. Fortunately, you don't have to worry about the batteries that are already installed in the devices you're bringing. The TSA has said it's safe to check in items like a laptop or iPhone that already have the batteries in place. The agency said that loose lithium batteries not installed in devices pose a fire risk to passenger planes. Now, now, how is that exactly?
1: I, I haven't seen any stories of fires breaking out on passenger planes uh, from lithium batteries.
0: I, I guess if you were to maybe have something contacting both of the positive and negative sides to draw Sometimes the Sometimes batteries juice out? do blow up. I mean, I've I've heard of that. Yeah, but why is it just lithium
1: batteries? I'm not sure.
0: Well, recently the National Transportation Safety Board could not rule out the possibility that lithium batteries started a fire in a plane on Philadelphia or at the Philadelphia National Airport last year. If you do plan on bringing spare batteries in your carry-on bag, be aware of some other rules. You can only bring batteries with an equivalent of up to 8 grams of lithium content. Does that say on a lithium battery how much lithium there is in the battery? I don't know much about lithium batteries. Anyways, Anyway, as for, and as for lithium metal batteries, whether carried as a spare or installed in a device, batteries are limited to two grams of lithium metal. So, everybody that's got batteries, beware. Now, they don't go through every single carry-on bag. And they couldn't possibly take notice of you know on the x-ray machines they couldn't possibly take notice of every little thing that was in there how are they going to determine if there are lithium batteries in your bag i i i don't know
1: they i can't imagine even if they're screening all the bags that go through there's just no way that they could uh handle it they can barely handle um you see all the bureaucrats that are standing out there scanning your carry-on bags let alone the huge pieces of luggage my wife and i just came back from florida as mm-hmm. as people as long-time listeners know And we carried four bags total um, on and and a carry-on each. So, you know, we had a little carry-on and they had to get all those bureaucrats out to to scan our carry-on bags. I mean, these, it was 50-pound huge suitcases that they had to scan at that point. It's just, it's impossible.
0: Yeah, I think this is just absurd. And, And apparently the rules are just because the National Transportation Safety Board couldn't rule out the possibility. So there was a fire that started on board a plane at Philadelphia National Airport last year, and they investigated the fire. They didn't determine if it was started by lithium batteries. They couldn't figure out exactly, I guess, what started the fire, but they couldn't rule out the possibility. So therefore, they've just created a national ban on lithium batteries in your uh, checked baggage. Nuts. Well, so what was your story, Mark? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I forgot all about it. TSA that. story? You yes, were, TSA. Uh, traveling over the last week. So what um, happened? We, I went to uh, an airport
1: that I don't normally go to, it's, it's, uh, Punta Gorda, and actually nobody normally goes to this airport. It's a very small airport. Uh, Air Skybus is uh, a new airline that's started doing uh, cheap service, and I mm-hmm. wanted to try it out. What's it like to travel on this airline? It was a lot of fun. It's great. Uh, really? They okay. actually have they, they allow you to sponsor an in flight message.
0: I was going to say, well, what was fun about it? What, what do you mean by that? Sponsor and inflight message? Well, everything's like for sale. Uh,
1: yeah, no, no, everything's for sale on Skybus. You buy your sandwiches, your drinks. Uh, the, you mm-hmm. know,
0: so you don't get a freebie cola or anything like nothing, that.
1: Nothing, nothing. Okay. Which is good. I yeah. want to pay for my flight, and then if I'd like something to drink, I'll pay for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm fine with and that. If i want rather sandwich, drink water. I'll pay for that. Yeah. Um. Well, if your water, you're gonna have to pay two dollars for a twelve ounce. Uh, uh,
0: that's right. I can't sneak it on board anymore.
1: No, no. Sorry. You can in three-ounce glasses. A uh, little three-ounce. <laughs> <laughs>
0: containers. Um, no, but, I don't think you can. They don't let water on board. Uh,
1: you, I think you'd be able to get water on board in three-ounce containers. Maybe. Enough of them. They might get suspicious. They'd b- probably be suspicious. Right. But either way, everything's for sale, including they have, uh, you know how they have that Sky Mall magazine yeah. that allows you to uh, look through on most um, airlines? Well, on this one, they have their own little... A uh, little magazine that you can look through, but they have all the stuff there on the plane that you can buy. You lay down ten dollars, you get a little black backpack for your kid. You lay down a hundred bucks, you get this uh, cubic zirconia bracelet. Wow! They have all uh, you know, Swiss chocolates, liquor, all That's kinds amazing. of things. amazing. It is amazing. Um, at, and they have this little in-flight message. If you'd like to sponsor this in-flight message, um, contact us at sales at skybus. com. Hey. I, I it's pretty cool. I don't I can't imagine that the uh, cost so, per person so is So wait uh, a minute,
0: is the captain doing that live?
1: And it wasn't the captain, it was the uh, steward. So they're doing it live though. Yeah, it's live, it cool. live. live. The read. Live read. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Um and
0: this anyway. flight on Skybus brought to you by Sequel CAI.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're not like every other collection But company.
0: you know what? That might be something uh I mean there are a lot of business people that fly during the day, so that'd be a good place for stakeholder to advertise.
1: Well, I think it would be a. It, I don't know whether I don't know. I'm not going to make any recommendations whether it's a good idea because advertising is about cost. You need, True. Who who are you meeting, and, and, and um, you know, how many are you meeting, and and what kind of mood are you catching them in? That's a good point. Really, the issue person, uh, you know, the right person at the right time, um, you know, with the right message, you'll have a sale. Anyway, the um. In Punta Gorda, it's a tiny little airport, and it only has Skybus, and it only has three flights a day. So they have, what, 12 TSA people there to handle that, right? <laughs> 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 and the flight was delayed. Skybus apparently isn't, a, uh, at least the flights were, both of our flights were delayed. Hmm. Um, and so we decided, we'll tour the uh, the, the metropolis of, of Punta Gorda while we're here. So we went out, we got a little something to eat, we went down to the, what serves as a mall there, and um, then we came back. <laughs> well, um, we were... They had the expectation that everybody would be there already. So the TSA had shut down. Uh, we walked in, and, and the guy's like, can I help you? TSA Uh-oh. guy says, like, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, we'd like to check in. Oh, We're,
0: so right, you weren't there we, because you already knew the flight was going to be late?
1: We went in, we checked our bags, and they told us the flight was going to be late. Um, so so then you went out to The eat. in-laws had driven us to the airport, so then we went out. And we we poked around and and then we came back. So our bags were already, flying. the
0: checked bags were checked, but you still had your carry-ons.
1: Right. Okay. So we needed to be um, you know scanned and uh, checked and poked and prodded and all that stuff. Uh, TSA's guys like, oh, the, the the flight you were supposed to be here already. And I'm like, the flight's not going to leave for another 45 minutes. <laughs> and so he's he's baffled. He goes into his little thing there and um oh, you know wow. gets and the, the bureaucrats they mutter at us. But we've got to do something about this. This is just, you know, this is, doesn't make any sense. We'll figure
0: out what happened in moments. No toll-free line. Regular phone number for you, 941-925-8357. It is a live Internet edition of the show. Still your show. You can still take control and bring up anything. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. It is the live internet edition of the show on this, the final day of 2007. Only a few hours remaining here. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. No toll-free line. Regular number for you tonight, 941-925-8357. That's, again, 941-925-8357. The amp line is open, as it always is, for our uh, lovely amplifiers out there. and uh, and we'll talk to you about whatever you want. Still the same show, it's just that we can curse, because the FCC's not around. Not that we will a whole lot, uh, but we can, and you can too, and it's no big deal, okay? So, 941-925-8357. Mark, you were telling us a story, uh, you just having returned from a week-long, luxurious vacation in sunny Sarasota, Florida. It was nice. Uh, and you had a little trouble on the way back. You were flying on a relatively new airline, Skybus. Apparently they were running a little late to the airport you were at. The airport you were at was uh, such a tiny airport, they had figured, the TSA had figured that everyone was already there. They were getting ready to shut down for the night. Right, because the plane was already scheduled to have departed at at this
1: time. But they were late, and I knew that. I found that out at the desk. You found
0: it. it out, but apparently the TSA didn't find it out.
1: Well, they they had found it out. They knew that, too. They just had the expected... They just expected that everybody would be there, and they were wrong. I was not.
0: Right, because you guys had left to go and get some dinner, walk around a little bit, and then when you came back, the entire little screening area had been shut down. So what happened?
1: Well, so the uh, TSA agents, uh, you know, they, they, they allowed me, and they unlocked the door, chuck chuck and uh, allowed me uh, and my wife in, and, you know, they're... Excuse me. Um they were like, uh, you know, Giving us these very terse orders, you know, wanted us to go very quickly, and you could hear them talking amongst themselves, obviously loud enough so that we could hear them, so that we would be warned. Um, what were got, they saying? We've got to do something about this. There, 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 should be a cutoff. This is, this is just ridiculous.
0: Oh, they wanted to turn you around uh, and say go home.
1: I, I don't know that they necessarily. want They didn't want us there. They did not want us to exist. That was right. uh, really what the, they, they were. They were bothered. There were two TSA agents outside smoking. Right. And uh, um, out in the airport. They thought the work was done for the day. And and by the way, it's not like. It, it's not like they had anything to do. We stood for another half of an hour waiting for the plane. It's not like we cut this close or anything. Yeah. Um. We stood for another half an hour, and we just watched the TSA yeah wander Mill around, around right. do nothing. They were just upset that they had to work, Yeah. like your classic bureaucrats. bureaucrats. And, you know, when you think about it, the Skybus people would have never done such a thing. Nope. Nope.
0: It's, it, they would have apologized. They would have said, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Let me flip this uh, machine on over here. Yep. We'll get you right through.
1: Right. You know, they are motivated in a different fashion. They know that if I if I write Skybus uh, command and I say, your people were mean to us, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. If I write TSA command... And say that your people were mean to us. This is what happened. I'll probably ne- not get a response. If I do get a response, it'll be some form letter that says you will obey, citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and fuck off. <laughs> and it just it's going to be a bunch of that, a whole bunch of f off. And so I, you know, I kept my mouth shut. I decided this this wasn't the time to uh, go f- fooling with these people, and uh, they, but but I didn't do anything without an order. That was my little uh the. F.U. for them. I Wait, what? What I, do you mean? I didn't do anything um, you know, in that line without an order being told. So if they told me to take on my shoes, I took on my shoes.
0: Oh, so you just stood there, waited for them to tell you to do things?
1: You know, c- come here, to do this. Okay. But my uh, laptop, they didn't tell me to take my laptop out of my bag, so.
0: Violation!
1: And so I had to pull the laptop out and put that on, and then uh, I'd stand in front of the little uh, machine, and she's like, come on. And then I walked through. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know th- th- that's how that went, and
0: uh, so that was it. No dogs this time. No surrounding by uh, the police. No, I didn't.
1: Uh, I, I didn't give them that kind of cause. Okay. I just,
0: uh, you know,
1: I just th- thought it was interesting. And and this is how the TSA works. This is how the government works in general, versus how a business works. A business is going to try to provide you with what you want.
0: Okay. So there's your story. Yeah. Uh, and and that, you're absolutely right. I mean, the the bureaucrats they just don't care. They have no incentive to care, and nothing short of complete marketization will ever change that. Nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. I have that email if you want to read that. Yeah, we should get to that, but first uh, <laughs> let's talk briefly about the amp program because we did mention it. Uh, that, or I don't know if we mentioned it, but anyway, the amp uh, yes. the amp line is what I mentioned, and that is open, um, and it's one of the perks, one of the many perks that our amplifiers receive for sending us as little as three dollars per month to help support the show and help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations. Now, you know, because we talk about it every single night of the show, that the purpose of the AMP program is simply to advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live, to uh, make radio stations around the country aware of the show, and then hopefully get them to add the show to their lineup. And we've got over 33 stations now. We've got two more coming on board. Probably another. Th- I would say we're probably going to be able to announce at least three new stations officially within the next... Months time. Uh, it's just amazing. I remember how hard we technically sp- four we used to st- struggle to uh, you know get
1: at a new station. What a big deal it was, and now we're picking up steam. the mo- the, the momentum's going thanks to the amplifiers, and we're adding stations all
0: the time. Yes, and so we want you to be uh, become a part of it. If you like the show, if you value free talk live. And you think it's worth more than zero? <laughs> you should go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up because it really will help us out. And uh, as we mentioned, you get perks. You get the amp-only call-in line. You get uh, the amp-only chat room, which is uh, pretty. I have to say, the chat room's been hopping recently as a result of our new uh, audio stream on the the internet or the uh, the cam feed. Mm-hmm. So basically, what the chat room is, I don't really ever explain it. But what the chat room is, is it's sort of an, a, an exclusive area of the studio cam. For amplifiers only, Stick AM website that we mentioned earlier, stickam.com, they, let it, they make it so that you can restrict the chat room on the camera to your friends, and so basically if you become an amplifier, then you can get on our friends list at stickam.com and get access to the amp-only chat room where you'll be able to chat with uh, other people that are in the same club, if you will. And you can still watch the cam and listen to the show, uh, as always. So there's that. There's the Amp Only Forum, which is available on the Free Talk Live BBS. And there's also some other perks, that uh, which I find interesting, because the amplifiers will create their own, their own perks. I love it when this happens. Uh, so, for instance, there's the Amp Only Shrine, as a matter of fact, which some of our Shriners just decided to start taking... Uh, I guess you could say a little more risque photos of themselves. How come I've never seen this? Have you been to the amp-only uh, section of the forum, Mark? Well, No. Why don't you try surfing around all the features we I, have on our website? I go to the BBS and, and I search Mark. Yes, we know. So, anyway. Well, one of our listeners
1: will go to the amp, uh, the, the amp shrine and they'll... Type in Mark and I'll find it as well. All result. you have to do
0: is click on the amp form. It's right there. It's one of the stickied ones at the, the top of the forum. Okay. So so you get all that stuff and uh, there's a little sense of community there. But the real reason is to help Free Talk Live get on more stations. And up until today, uh, we had locked out the credit card form on the website because there have been all kinds of we've we've been having problems with the credit card form because there have been uh, some work that's being been being done for the last year. We've been trying to uh, to make it so that amplifiers can go in and change their information without having having to email me when they want something done mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, keep track of their own accounts and and have more control over their uh their amp account. And that's coming, like a little amp control panel thing, that's coming. That's not here yet, but the system's now working correctly and so our credit card signers will actually have their their information retained. Unfortunately, for the last 3 months or 4 months since the beginning of September, every credit card subscriber that has signed up, we've lost all their info. So mm. I'm going to have to send them all emails and say, "Look, Hey, we've just basically given you the AMP subscription for free for the last four months because our system sucks, but it's fixed thanks to our wonderful new programmer, Dan, who is also an amplifier. And, uh, it's I know getting, Dan. Yes. And it his is, girlfriend, Beth, too. It is getting better and better, and he's doing a fine job, so uh, we look forward to more improvements, but the AMP credit card form is now back online, and it should be functional so amp.freetalklive.com to get on board there that's amp.freetalklive.com Mix. it's going to make a big difference for us coming up in 2008 the more stations we can add the better as far as uh, affecting this uh, election is concerned
1: you know i'd like to really um encourage podcast listeners that um out there essentially they listen to the show for free um like for basically radio listeners they they pay for their listening of the show by listening sitting through the what, five minutes of commercials that go on in each break, thereabouts, yeah, it's four, less, it's three. That's about
0: four. There,
1: there, there, thereabouts. Yeah. They listen to the four minutes of commercials that come in, come in each break, and there's four breaks per hour, and, and that's kind of how they pay by listening to the um, sure. commercials that the advertisers buy. Now, we have live reads during the show. Advertisers buy those, certainly. Everybody who listens to the show has to listen to those. Mm-hmm. But the AMP program was sort of set up so that uh, people that listen to the podcast felt grateful for listening to the podcast. Would go and sign up, and it's it, it it takes a little bit of work to to sign up like that. I mean, you know, you have to go in, and you have to enter your credit card information, that kind of thing. But the three bucks, you won't miss it. Just won't. I yeah. mean, three dollars a month, people just don't miss it. I mean, it's a
0: cup of coffee. It really is. <laughs> it's a cup of coffee for you, but for us, it all adds up when you've got four hundred or a thousand people. We've got almost four hundred amplifiers, and you've got hundreds of people sending. $3. But $3. only a month.
1: about ten percent of our um, online list, our, our podcast listeners, only about ten percent of them are amplifiers. Yeah. So ninety percent of them are out there coasting.
0: We would love to convert you. Uh, anyway, hour two's on the way. Mark's email, healthcare, whatever's on your mind. Nine four one nine two five eighty three. 57. It's the live Internet edition of Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live internet edition of the program. There's no toll-free number, but there is a number. It's 941-925-8357 as we launch into hour number two of the program. Many things will sound similar tonight. It might sound a little looser, a little, a uh, little more disjointed than it normally does. Because again, it's an internet-only show, but we still welcome your participation. We also have the amp line available, and of course, uh, always emails. I know, Mark, you're going to get to one here about was it healthcare or something? Uh, sort of welfare. Welfare, okay. Well, we'll talk about that and uh, whatever's on your mind. The chat room is happening. The uh, the people are watching over stickam.com. Welcome to any of our new stickam listeners. Of course, our website is freetalklive.com. Archives, forums, all kinds of fun stuff there. You'll find that it's all completely free. Well, let's start things out this hour though by going to the AMP line and talking to Sam in Texas. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hey, good. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you may not know this, but I have Tourette's <laughs> syndrome. And sometimes it's it acts up and tonight it's kind of bad. Shit! Okay.
1: <laughs> so I had in prison a roommate who had Tourette's syndrome.
4: Oh no! I'm gonna get in trouble. Am this is get hate the <laughs> best
1: story. Because <laughs> you know he had this. He had a. Uh, it, it, there's all different kinds of Tourettes out there. It's not all just screaming uh, obscenities.
0: Right. I knew I uh, in in elementary No, it was in elementary school. Middle school. There was a girl I went to school with who just made noises like. huh, mm-hmm. Right.
4: My brother does that.
0: Right, and, and this is uh, this roommate
1: did just that. He would mimic, he he would uh, mime any uh, noise, uh, like automatic so, sort of noise that was uh, that would happen. It's like um, a
0: printer or something. He right.
1: mimic the printer. Right. So when the the the, <laughs> <laughs> the so the, the microwave would go ding, Kenny would go ding,
2: and I loved it so much.
1: I would start going ding. I mean we just had, I just had such a good time with yeah, this whole Tourette thing fun. and he he didn't do it every time but because he would have been had all kinds of therapy and that kind of thing, and but it just happened a little bit. But I found out about this, and then I'm doing it all the time. I then I'm going ding before he goes ding, and then he can't help but go ding. That
4: yeah. might be fu- something fun to do
0: in custody.
1: The bad, the to bad,
0: like you have Tourette's, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. The
1: bad thing is when like the fire alarm goes off and he can't help but go.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the are, whole time. Are you exaggerating? No. Well, wow. You know, you know, he he had more control over. It. He said that I put him back uh, two years and. Therapy, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, amazing. And there was another guy, believe it or not, another guy with Tourette's, and he had a type of Tourette's called lycanthropy. And he made dog noises all the time. Wow. And he just couldn't help himself but growling and barking. growl and uh, sometimes he'd go, yip, 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 yip. It was just the strangest <laughs> thing. And this, this was a black guy who lived downstairs from Kenny and I. <laughs> so I lived in the, the same uh, little area with two guys with, uh, with Tourette's. And one time you had to be completely silent during count time obviously uh, these these correctional officers are bureaucrats they can't count to ten without uh, if somebody's making any noise right so oh no um, the, the the guy downstairs just started barking <laughs> 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 you know he'd, he'd make a very very good imitation of a dog and uh, the, you know this the the cop who was on was the, we called him Robocop and he walked like he had something stuck up his butt mm-hmm. I mean he was he was really just a problem and he uh, he he, you know, came after this guy, and he was going to lock him up, and you know, give him a dr, and that kind of thing. And uh, so, you know, I had a little bit of sway because I, you know, I, I, I spoke articulate English and had a good job on the compound, right? And I went down to talk to him, and I'm like, "Listen, officer, and uh, B, I'll call him," and I, you know. The, the, he has he has a mental disorder. You know that one Tourette's where people have to cuss and stuff. There's another one called lycanthropy, which is just like it, where the person feels uh very compelled to bark. He wasn't trying to disrespect you. He wasn't trying to be noisy during count. He just really can't help himself, but bark every once in a while, and it it gets you know knotted up in him. And the guy acted like he didn't believe me, but of course. Terms like Tourette's and lycanthropy were convincing to him. Yeah, yeah. And after after a little bit of talking, he's like, "Well, since you came down here and you vouched for a medge, I'll go ahead and let it uh, just let it go." And this is the same officer who, by the way, found a bag full of uh, baking soda in somebody's room, and uh, he, he brought in a test kit for cocaine. As what the though somebody baking
0: soda for. Uh,
1: for uh, some people, brush their teeth with baking soda oh, rather okay. than, rather than uh, toothpaste. They pre- prefer that. Okay. Um, he, but he, he, can you imagine somebody getting a big giant bag of cocaine? I mean, this must have <laughs> been a, a, a pound of uh, baking soda. Damn. I don't know. Maybe I'm it, it, quite a bit. Oh, it whatever. was in a sandwich bag. Yeah. Can you imagine somebody having that just lying around in their no. room, and this guy thinking it was cocaine? What a boob. Yeah. But <laughs> Well, they're so not that's...
0: hiring college graduates to run the prisons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on with your story, Sam. Hey, Sorry. we
0: don't get prison stories very, off, very no, often. No, those are great. No, this, 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 is, a, this are...
1: is a special only yeah. for podcasting. and internet right. listeners. It's good stuff.
4: <laughs> All right, so I've got a, kind of an impossible situation here. I want to get uh, Ian, your solution to it. I've got a solution, and maybe we can hear from the status too.
1: Oh, okay. That's um, me, everybody.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, based on a real story. So let's go to your free market society or your minarchist society, Mark, where uh, land can be owned, regardless of whether or not it's covered by water. Okay. So somebody moves out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean, they sink some buoys into the the ground there and cordon off, say, 100 square miles uh, that they use to fish. Maybe they buy an old uh, drilling platform and turn that into a home, mm-hmm. and they you know run trawling boats around. and catch the fish, sell some, and make their living off that. And after 10 years, you know, they've literally got some sunk costs into this venture. And all of a sudden, they start getting little bits of plastic in their nets. And then the next week, there's even more of it, and eventually it just becomes overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So they they do some research, and the guy finds out that this plastic is coming from the Coke bottles. He watches a YouTube video video called uh, Synthetic Sea and finds out that you know, the pop bottles that people throw in the, in the street end up in a drain sewer, make their way out to the ocean, and then the ocean currents carry them and deposit them in this area, Ooh. but the UV breaks down the pop
1: bottles.
0: So there's, no, uh, there's nobody who is the perpetrator that, that can be identified. Did you say
1: the UV breaks down the pop bottles, and then yes. what happens to them?
4: It breaks them down into small little chunks.
2: Hmm. Okay,
4: but since the uh, 60s or something, or 50s, they started putting antibacterial into the plastic. So now the ocean can't break them down all the way. So really they just break into finer and finer particles, which gets into the fish. And right now it's twice the size of Texas, and it's about 30 meters deep.
1: So this is this one area in the Pacific Ocean um, that you're talking about that has this... Uh, yeah, this, this the garbage. something. Yeah, I've and, heard of this.
4: Okay, so that's going to get into the the fish that the guy is eating, obviously, and that's going to be bad for his health. Oh, boy. As well as for his sales. Uh, He's also, you know, the fact that the ratio of plastic to plankton right now is like six to one, and this thing is growing tenfold every decade. uh, That's going to reduce the plankton, which goes right up the food chain and reduces everything else, Mm. you know, even more dramatically. Mm -hmm. So, what is this? What's the solution for this guy?
0: you shit out of luck. He should move.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you think? Well, but reading from your book, Ian, what, what would be the, the free market way for him to protect
0: himself? Well, I mean certainly with uh in a free market situation uh, if you can't identify a polluter then there's not much you can really do except he might for to decide comp- to
1: buy a barge and uh make a, a plastic recycling plant right there where he's got all of it right in one place. He doesn't have to pay any kind of money to uh uh you know bring it to him. I don't know that that's particularly profitable. Yeah, I'm
0: not sure how the market – I don't know what sort of ways the market would come up with to solve this problem. But, I mean, if indeed this is something that's going to threaten fishing uh, everywhere, then certainly those people are going to have a, a real incentive. I mean, the Gorton's fishermen or whoever <laughs> are going to have an incentive to invest in some sort of technology or cleanup or whatever it is they need to do to uh, to make that area habitable again.
4: Yeah. Now, Mark actually came really close to my solution. All right. What's Uh, yours? Number one, you've got title insurance, which was in the market for liberty. It had a little discussion on that. So that may be something, you know, if lightning strikes your house and burns it down, nobody's at fault. So that's something where you could get compensated through insurance. The land has basically been poisoned. And if you're a farmer, you know, what can you really do about that if it's acid rain or, you know, something along those lines, like in this example?
0: Would that be title insurance, or would that just be uh, just regular property insurance. insurance?
4: Maybe just property insurance, but a different kind that would be more common because you know people don't have these supposed government protections in place.
1: Right. Well, the government's not protecting you in this particular instance either. I mean, no. I, right. I lived at a house, and uh, sometimes people would throw garbage out of their windows, and I'd somebody would be responsible for going and cleaning that up, and that somebody would be me because nobody else was going to go out in my front yard and pick up the garbage. The
0: well, government won't even let you own the ocean anyway, so that's a whole a whole other now, story. But
1: the best part of the story is
4: I read a thing about an inventor who.
1: Hang turned...
0: on, dude. I okay. think Mark has more for you, and you've got more for us. We'll come back. This is the live Internet edition of Free Talk Live. Nine four one nine two five eighty. 357 you take control This is a live internet edition of Free Talk Live. You as always can take control of the airways, but it won't be toll free tonight. 941 8357 is the special internet-only edition number for you, brought to you by Cycle CAI. That's 941 8357 And, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got all kinds of features, and we give them away, including archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just go and get them for free, right there on the front page of the website, going all the way back an entire year. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Barry Cooper wants you to never get busted. Jim Lark was the chairman of the Libertarian Party. Ethan Nadelman is the founder of the Drug Policy Alliance. Peter Christ is a spokesman for Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. Congressman Ron Paul has called for an end to federal drug raids. They all want to end the war on drugs, and they'll all be at the Liberty Forum. Where will you be? Register now at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And use the code 2008FTL if you want to save 10%. That's 2008 FTL. Uh, to save 10%. We are hoping to see you there. We're gearing up, getting ready to uh, to head out. I tested all the remote equipment over the weekend, Mark, and uh, we are good to go. It's going to be so exciting. going to be doing three shows from the Liberty Forum this year, an increase of 50% uh, from last year. <laughs> More for your money, everybody. <laughs> and uh, looking really... I mean, people are already coming into New Hampshire. I mean, there have been uh, people that have been coming in and touring around the state in advance of the Liberty Forum, and they're getting excited. Uh, this is going to be a big event, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. Once again, that's freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. As we go back to Sam in Texas, I guess, Sam, you had something else to add or Mark wanted to talk to you about something? I don't know. he's going to
1: tell the best part of the story, is it?
0: Oh, best part of the story. Okay, great.
4: best part of my solution. I came across a story um, about an inventor who saw a tire fire going on, thought, man, there's a lot of energy there. He started playing with uh, tires and microwaves and found out that if you microwave um, I think they're Fluorocarbons or something like that. Uh, basically, anything that's in plastic, rock, um, rubber, just you name it—it's pre- they're pretty much there. That it will turn into ash, and it will, as a byproduct, release natural gas and oil. Hmm. So, if you were on this platform, uh, you could put a net out and simply start collecting this plastic. Uh, turn it, put it into your machine that's right there on the platform. The natural gas could be, generated to, could be used to generate electricity for your platform, and you're going to have extra of that. The petroleum could be hauled away and sold, which is going to give you a revenue stream, and you could start growing your own city. So the farmer may not actually be, or the fisherman, may not actually be out that much money because the market's going to innovate and come up with a way to solve the problem and uh, bring about a buyer that wouldn't see it as worthless property.
1: Right, but if the government was involved, they'd call it litter, and then this this possible revenue stream that this guy could have would never be presented to him.
0: So, as I said, the marketplace uh, hopefully would come up with a solution here if uh, if indeed that was something people were looking for. Yep. Excellent, Sam. Mar- uh, Mark, did you have something else? No, and
1: I, I just wanted to make sure that he came back so they oh, could finish the story. That's what gotcha. I indicate gotcha. to you Sam, right.
0: thanks for the call tonight, dude. All right, happy Appreciate New it. Year's, guys. Yep, amp line's open. Uh, the other one's open as well. 941 925 8357. We don't have a call screener, so if uh, you call in tonight, we're just going to put you right on the air. So keep that in mind. Uh, again, 941 925 8357. Unscreened, uh, we go to the amp line. Who's, Who's this? this? You're on Free Talk Live.
5: Hey guys, this is Brian in Colorado.
0: Brian, what's on your mind?
5: Well, I was just listening to Sam, and uh, there was something that happened like that, uh, turning trash into treasure. Uh, I remember in uh, California, there was a, a time, oh, probably sometime in the 80s, when there um, was a really bad drought.
2: Mm-hmm. And
5: uh, in Santa Barbara, you couldn't, you had to have these low flush toilets. Right. Uh, and, and, and when you put in a new bathroom, you had to replace it, you know, your current toilet with a low-flush toilet. Mm-hmm. But they even got so draconian that if you wanted to do anything to your house to get a building permit for, you know, putting a, a new fence in or anything, uh, they made you go through all, all of your toilets in your house and replace them with these low-flush toilets.
1: Rich, of course, uh, often clog up, and often uh, you have to flush them twice to make it work anyway. Right.
5: Right. You take a two-gallon flush toilet that works, you, you replace it with a one-and-a-half, you have to flush it twice. And now you have three gallons of two. But, uh so so what happened was that this uh there were so many of these th- these uh, toilets that they that the landfill wouldn't take them anymore. Uh so you know because they they don't biodegrade, you know, they they're glass.
2: Yeah. Porcelain. And so right. um, uh, uh,
5: people had to pay like 100 bucks, 150 bucks just to get rid of their toilets wow. because the the trash the guy wouldn't think about, you know, more than the toilet cost perhaps. Yeah. So 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 uh, some uh, uh, enterprising person uh bought a rock crusher uh, stuck it on the back of a of a trailer and he went around from house to house uh, uh charging them money to take their toilets away from Because you know he he could follow the building you know uh, uh, building permits that were filed with the right. court, so he knew who who had that and you know he'd charge them fifty bucks or hundred bucks and he'd take their toilet out he'd take all the um The 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 hardware off it, and then throw this stuff in his rock crusher. So Mm -hmm. he was making money from the trash that people were sending.
1: Well, what was he Uh, doing? He was making money from it by crushing people's toilets. What did he do with the uh, crushed porcelain toilet?
5: Well, here's the genius. Uh, Apparently, crushed uh, uh, ceramic makes an excellent addition to uh, asphalt road base. Interesting. So he was taking this stuff and selling it to the people making uh, asphalt road base.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Money coming in on both ends. That's brilliant. It was brilliant. Very good, Brian. Thank you for sharing. Anything else on your mind?
5: Well, uh, I'm in New Hampshire now, and I can't wait to get to uh, Nashua and meet up with everybody at the Liberty Forum.
0: Very cool. Well, we're excited. We'll see you then. All right. All right. Thanks for the call. Eight. Oh wait, no. Eight hundred number. Nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. So hard to disabuse myself of uh, the old habits. No, no.
1: You, you gotta be. Gotta be. You work yeah. so hard to get to memorize those numbers, and then just switch one night. Difficult.
0: 941-925-8357. It is a live internet edition of the show. Uh, no FCC requirements tonight. No radio stations on board. And I sure hope that our station in uh, Bradenton doesn't play this show tomorrow. Because one of our stations actually takes our archives and plays it on the air the you, next You've got to do something about that. Well, I'll email Val. But uh, okay. anyway. So get involved. Uh, get on the air. Bring up anything. I met with her
1: the uh, while I was down
0: there. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You actually went on uh, the their morning show, mm-hmm. which we put the archive on the website. Right, by the way. my friend
1: from my childhood, uh, Henry. your old boss. Yeah, Henry Rains has a uh, a show there on fourteen ninety a.m. and he doesn't sound very old. You no, know, he's not terribly old. Yeah. He's not an old man. He was a young man when he when I worked oh, okay. for. him. and. Uh, I went and did the show. They wanted to, for one, there was a Christmas show, so we did sort of a Christmas thing, but I right. didn't tell our listeners about that. It's the, really, I didn't talk that much. Was and that the first
0: hour, or was that a different day?
1: It was a different day.
0: Oh, okay. And then the second I only put an hour up. You were only there for an hour that one day, right?
1: I was there for both hours.
0: Really? It didn't say your name in the, uh, the other hour?
1: Maybe I didn't talk as much.
0: Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that.
1: No, yeah, it's all right. The uh, anyway, so we he had questions about Ron Paul and wanted to talk about them on the air, so I was happy to do so. Yeah,
0: I thought you did a good job, uh, especially with the uh, the other guy in the studio who was a little bit more heated towards you. I he guess. was supposed to be. Yeah. What are
1: you gonna do? So, well, what's a show without controversy,
0: right? Uh, indeed. So if you want to hear Mark's appearance on, uh, you don't do too many appearances like that. So it's kind of a rare, th- rare thing. It's usually me that's appearing everywhere.
1: Well, so, yeah, you have the ISD in line here. Mm, that's true. Uh,
0: so if you want to hear appearing Mark's,
1: anywhere, you're appearing here.
0: <laughs> if you want to appear uh, or hear Mark's appearance, go to freetalklive.com. You can download that. I was actually on Gardner's show that very same day, talking about the market for liberty, which, by the way, is an audiobook. You can download it for free at book.freekeen.com and remember when you download it you're getting a zip file or an executable you have to double click on it to actually get the mp3 files out of it some people are trying to put the the, uh, the compressed files on their mp3 players and that's not working more on the way this is the internet edition of free talk live
4: It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies.
6: This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message. Paid for by Phillies 2008.
0: This is the live internet edition of Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves via a very not toll-free number, 941-925-8357. No call screening, we just go right straight to you when you call in, 941-925-8357. As always, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there a week giveaway, Shrine of Female listeners included, the dozens of ladies who've... Taking the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listened to the show, head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about, that shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: Your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. You can try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com.
0: All right, so nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. that number brought to you by SACL CAI, and Mark, you've been itching to get to your email box here, and then we can talk about Canadian healthcare and how dismal it is, uh, but what's this welfare email about? Do you have that? Yep, um, it's, it's from Rich. Hey Mark, I'm a relatively
1: new listener to Free Talk Live, and I listen to the show on podcast, so I get a little behind, though I finally caught up uh, with... To to the current week. Anyway, I tend to agree with you more than I do, Ian. You seem to have a more sensible view on things. (laughs) Isn't that right? Yeah. Anyway, you guys have definitely got got me thinking more and more about how bad government really is. That's the idea. And really helped me on the path to learn more about Ron Paul. I have never really cared much about voting until now. I registered when I was in high school and have been able to vote for 10 years now, but I've never used that ability. But now, I have um, have really opened my eyes. I participated on in the November 5th Money Bomb and also went to a Ron Paul rally in Philadelphia. I drove three hours to get there. Wow. I do hope he wins. We, we need him so. Anyway, I'll get to the reason why I'm writing. I hear you guys discuss welfare from time to time, but I don't recall you guys talking much about those who are disabled or handicapped in some way. I agree with you that welfare is bad and that it should be abolished, but... Some of the programs, such as food stamps and Medicaid, are available to both those who choose not to work and those who can't work. I understand that uh, you believe charity would be the answer to the um, sort of replace welfare. Would the same thing apply to disabled or handicapped people? I don't feel there being leeches like those who uh, are able to work and don't. Many of them would not be able to provide for themselves, and they may not necessarily have family willing to take care of them. What would we do for them? Would Social Security disability payments also be abolished? Thanks a lot, Rich.
0: Yeah, Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're getting the government out of this sort of world of helping people right. by giving yeah, them The idea with
1: welfare is that those people, for some reason or another, can't help themselves. Either, you know, the, the pressures of society or some kind of disability or something like that is preventing them from working. Now, we know many people are on welfare um, into their third generation, mm-hmm. and they've just sort of grown up by, you know, I choose not to work, so therefore I'm going to get welfare. Right. But the people, the reason that welfare is there is for people that need it, not people that choose to take it.
0: Well, that was the idea, at least. Right.
1: And that's the same thing is true with Medicaid and, um, you know, disability and, and food stamps and those kind of things. It's, it, it all applies the same way in that charities, now, there's a huge burden of welfare on the United States. But part of that burden is people who choose not to use it. The charities would ferret those people out quickly for one those people would have to go and ask on a pretty regular basis for the money right you couldn't be a leech no, uh, in the charity situation it's just it's just not going to happen i mean you could try but you're going to your life's going to be a, a lot more difficult um you know it's it's not going to be nearly as easy, easy as going and sign up and get a check for the rest of your
0: life well the charity has a finite amount of money in its bank mm-hmm. account you know they get they only have so much coming in every year from their contributors and, you know, they, only, they can only count on so much. They really can't count on anything because if they for some, do something that would upset their contributors, then they might get less the next time around. So they have to be very, very uh, judicious with the way that they distribute their money. And so they have an incentive to really, really care about who it is that they're giving their money to and be very cautious with who it is that they cut those checks to. So, yeah, you're right, Mark. They're now, going I... to check them out. They're going to do the background checks. They're going to keep up with them. Instead of just cutting them a check every month, they're going to be there maybe every other week. Or every week, you know, checking in with them. I don't know. I'm not sure how they would organize themselves, but, you know, they're going to send probably a volunteer of some sort to meet with the person who's taking the check to make sure that they're out. If it's just a welfare person who's completely uh, capable to make sure they're going out looking for jobs and they're making headway and that sort of thing, and they're you know not snorting snorting up the, the welfare check, and if it's, I mean, if it's somebody who's disabled, they're going to check to make sure they're really disabled. They're not trying to fool them. And right. There's
1: people that pretend to have
0: bad backs and all that kind of sure. stuff, and I think it likely
1: would get rid of all of that. Yes, it would. But the charities want very badly. People know that uh, disabled people cannot work for themselves, and they want to help those people. Right. I know know they do i want to help those people wasn't there a place in sarasota that uh helped blind people or something like yeah the lighthouse for the blind and uh they they gave them work I, i'm sure they didn't work quite as fast or quite as efficiently but they gave them work and because they were a charity they were able to pay them some smaller amount and most right. of them i'm sure lived with their families and that kind of thing i you know i don't know how the world would look uh when finally we would get the government out of these situations but it you know, we ha- those scenarios were going
0: on, and uh, previously, before
1: there was welfare... Well, I can tell you
0: how the world would work. The people who could work would be working, and the people who couldn't would be taken care of. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, to suggest that uh, people wouldn't want to help crippled uh, folks is crazy.
1: Um, now, there's there's also a lot of waste that's that goes... Into, word,
0: isn't it? Crippled. They don't like that yeah,
1: word. There's, there's a lot of waste that goes into this uh, scenario. I'd like to tell you about how I get my newspaper delivered. Okay. There's a um, disabled guy. I don't. I, he appears to be some kind of mentally disabled. He appears. He has all of his faculties, but he seems to have some kind of problem. Okay. I know that
0: there's a guy who's. Have you spoken with him? Do you know? I don't. You're think just he's looking at. Capable him. Of, of speaking. So by looking at him, you can tell. And I
1: know that the, I know that they allow these um, you know people with mental disabilities to, uh, to to deliver papers because there's another guy in town who's probably just mildly retarded mm-hmm. um, who delivers papers also, and I, I think hmm. that they've got some kind of system going there. Well, my guy um, gets driven from house to house to house by a bureaucrat. um, A bureaucrat. A bureaucrat. So that he can get out very slowly and, you know, sort of stagger to the door and put the paper in, and then he goes back and gets in the car and goes to the next house. That doesn't sound too efficient. It's highly inefficient. <laughs> now, not only are we paying to take care of this guy. Um, You're paying the bureaucrat. I'm paying the bureaucrat forty or $50,000 a year, plus the car, which, does, um, which belongs right. to the, the bureaucracy, to drive him around so that he can have work, so that he can work for his money. Look, give him the check, for
0: God's yeah. sake. <laughs> give him the bureaucrat's <laughs> salary. So this is a, more of a sweet deal for the bureaucrat than anything else. His job consists of driving a crippled man around all day. Uh, hers, it's in,
1: it, it, exclusively it's it's one of three um overweight women. The uh, <laughs> But nice. on the uh, the particularly inclement days, she doesn't want to wait around or anything like that. They grab the paper, get out, run around, shove it in the thing and and get back in the car. She does the, and, the, yeah, the work. Yeah, he just rides in it. I see. So on snowy days and that kind of thing, you wouldn't want him to, you know, take too long,
0: so they just just go ahead and do Got it. it. Yeah.
1: So inefficiencies are rife in this particular system. In the government system. Yeah.
0: Right. So if we get the government out of it, then people will be taken care of by people who actually care. Because the people that go into the the world of charity work, they go in because they want to help people. And I'm not saying that every government bureaucrat is evil or heartless or cold, but we know a good percentage of them are uh, pretty cold and heartless. Uh, and, and I'm sure there's a handful that get in to try to help people. The fact is, once they get in, then they realize all the inefficiencies of the system. They thought they were going to be able to get in to change things from the inside, and as it turns out, they can't. So they just have to conform to the system, get in to get by, and collect their checks on to the point of uh, retirement when they'll get their pension. Really, there's there's nobody who's really getting into government to really help people. There's nothing really altruistic at all about working for government welfare bureaucracy well, versus that, a private charity.
1: I think they do want to get into um, what do want to do the right thing. Many of them. It's just that they're not incentivized in the, in the same fashion as people in charities. They're just they're just not. And so they're going to th- those incentives matter and that and it, it, it affects how people do their jobs. So that's the uh, the solution. I hope we've made that clear. Now, uh, I was another thing I was thinking about the other day is I was driving down the road to Vermont, um, here from Keene, New Hampshire, yeah. and there's a little place along the side of the road called, oh, I don't know, Sunshine Co-op. A bunch of people live there. And they grow their food together and that kind of thing. That's nice. Now, um, yeah, you know, I was thinking, you know, in is this the in Vermont, no, it's on the way to New a, Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. Um, they. I was thinking, you know, I'll bet you that some Kind Soul would d- donate for poor people, would donate a, a, a piece of land, and poor people could have their own co-op where they would, you know, this, this land would likely have a building on it, they could have their own little co-op where they could work together in order to grow the food, they'd have shelter, you know, that kind of thing. They'd have all the things they need. It's one idea. Right there. Right. That's just they one Actually, idea. It, it's an idea that has worked in the past. They call them poor
0: houses. A lot of that would come back. Mutual aid societies, yep, that's a lot of people exactly have would come back. And it's it's a system that works. More on the way. This is a live internet edition of Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything 941-925-8357. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live internet edition of the show. You can bring up anything. There's no toll-free number, but there is a number. It's 941-925-8357 on this, the uh, New Year's Eve edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. By the way, that number brought to you by SACL CAI, nine two five eighty three fifty seven. The amp line is available for you as well. Uh, and, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Big thanks to everyone who has purchased a product in the past 2007, the past year, uh, at amazon.freetalklive.com. It has been a, a very good year. Pretty much, it's not consistently going up every month. It will go up and then drop a little bit and then go up a little and then drop. But uh, it's been... A few hundred bucks a month coming into the show, as are more than a few, I guess, probably several hundred, less than a thousand, but several hundred. That's anyway. It. Very good uh, thing. So it makes a big difference for us. Uh, go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Buy all your stuff there. There are 41 categories to shop in, all kinds of products, uh, even the even the intangible goods like gift certificates, uh, Amazon unbox Downloads, that stuff. We make uh, a percentage on that. So anything you buy, new, used, Free Talk Live gets a cut if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Uh, still to come here, we have to talk about Canadian health but first we go to the phones and to the amp line. It's Puke in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live.
3: Good evening, gentlemen.
0: Hey, what's on your mind?
3: So I just wanted to share about this uh, video podcast that I found um, on my weird meanderings through the Internet. Okay. It's called the uh, Midwest Teen Sex Show. Oh, my. It's, no, it's, it's not pornographic at all. It's actually really good for uh, teenagers. It's a, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek sexual education show that's very frank about uh sex and um is it happening
0: in the midwest or is it targeted to kids in the midwest
3: no it's just made there um Hmm. it's like this woman and a few other people i guess in uh illinois or somewhere
0: because kids all around i mean young people all around the country uh need need help with uh with understanding sex uh but i imagine it's probably even worse in the the breadbasket in the midwest
3: Probably and the Bible Belt and all that, but yep. uh, I just thought it was it was really it's really well done and it's funny and I just I find it sad that there are, <laughs> there's a need for such things in this country because you know parents won't talk to their children about sex. I what mean, are some of the things they talk, talk about on the
0: on the show? What are some of the uh, the issues they cover?
3: Uh, there was like they talk about masturbation and how to have safe sex and how to avoid uh, STDs and and like uh, how to do anal. Oh my. It's like stuff that that you know people need to know if they're going to have sex because kids are going to have sex, and it's uh I just wanted to let people know because I know there's like teenagers that listen to the show and there's parents sure. that listen to the show and uh you know i I like to see that because so many people in America are just like you say the word sex and they run away like it's some sort of monster, or
0: something. yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you're pointing a cross at a vampire or something like that. It's, uh, it's really the Puritan, it's the Puritan history, I think, of America more than anything else. And I think as time goes on, we get slightly better, but it's really not happening at any sort of increasing clip, uh, as far as helping people understand their sexuality and, and become comfortable with it, uh, really. Americans are severely repressed, and the way that comes out is in some some very bizarre ways. There are some people on the Free Talk Live forum, one in particular that I can think of that is pretty twisted as a result of being uh, of growing up in a uh, a Catholic family, and as a result, he uh, you know he was prevented, I guess, from from knowing certain things, and now he's kind of a deviant uh, as a result of that. So it's very interesting the way uh, people's Lack of exposure to sex and lack of understanding ends up manifesting in a kind of a sexual deviancy down the and line most, for many the people. The way
3: that most people learn about it is just by watching porn nowadays. Which is not
0: a healthy way to learn about sex.
3: <laughs> right. It's definitely um, not reality, you know. It's like right.
0: any other... TV show, only worse.
1: Well, the mechanics are real, but the uh, the interactions between the participants, right. not so real.
0: Well, the mechanics are uh, real-ish. I mean, there are still some things, and, I, and we are on an internet show tonight, uh, but the, but on, you know... On, you get the in, impression
1: that every woman enjoys anal sex, is, you know, if you well, watch Well, right, and,
0: you know, the idea is... It's is dirty
1: and disgusting, by the way.
0: <laughs> and then there's, you know, the, where... Uh, the whole fisting thing. I mean, come on, no woman enjoys that. I don't that. guess I've ever. I, I've right. never seen that, and I wouldn't wouldn't watch yeah. it for any length I mean, of time. I mean, the, so there's some things that that uh, in porn it's like mostly male fantasy, like what males want to believe. They do women, consume it. Women want right. It's males that are buying it, but it it has nothing to do with reality as far as what actually will pleasure a woman. Much of what is in porn has nothing to do with pleasuring a woman, and if you know anything about sex, that should be your primary uh mode of operation as far as i'm concerned that's that's how i approach things yeah. right
3: cuz i like i came across this one uh website the other day on fetishes and they had like you know stuff like electrocuting people was a fetish and it's just you know it's just so utterly bizarre and uh... yeah
0: where does that come from exactly i mean i would
3: you... assume it's just from the repression and then people you know whenever you uh whenever you keep things bottled up inside it comes out in bizarre and you know horrifying manners right Kind of like violence, you know, all these kids that are, I don't know if, how that really happens, but I mean, you know, there isn't as much violence in other countries, but yet there is a lot in America, and uh, I really don't know where I was going with that. So I don't know either, uh, but what was the
0: but, uh, the name of the podcast?
3: Midwest Teen Sex Show, and it's a video podcast, and they I think they do a video like once a month or something, hmm. but it was it was really well done, and I think it's important for, you know, kids Either need to talk to their parents, or the parents need to realize that they need to say something. It's not the responsibility of the the, the schools, and you know the government has this program of just abstinence. You know, I,
0: I feel like just if you're a teen, I that. feel like if you're a teenager and your parents have yet to talk to you about sex, it's probably not going to do you any good to try to talk to your parents. You see where I'm sa- where I'm coming from? If right. if your parents haven't talked to you about sex yet, and you approach them. They're probably not going to do the best job. That's, that's just how I feel. I, I could be wrong, but I, I would imagine that if they have, have strayed away from that uh, topic of discussion, they aren't going to be giving the best advice. Yeah, you're probably right. They're that's probably awesome. very uncomfortable with the whole idea. In fact, Julia was telling me the other night that when she was growing up, her mom, could, her mom didn't even let her say the word sex like the word sex was verboten and uh and as a result now she wants to become a sexologist for instance so um which I, I find interesting uh but but nonetheless it really just shows how a lot of kids that will will do the exact opposite of what their parents are telling them so if their parents are saying don't do it they're going to go out and they're going to do it and they're going to do it in very dangerous ways that are going to put them at risk and that's not what their parents want their parents want them to be safe but keeping your mouth shut and not discussing these issues with young people is not the way to keep them safe.
3: The consequences of not talking about it usually outweigh the consequences of talking about it, because then you get pregnancy and diseases, and those are just, fuck up your life.
2: There no you go.
3: Problem. Hey, I got that in. also <laughs> wanted to mention that the Army, um, like they they only buy cleaning supplies and office supplies from some companies that like, uh, hire blind people. And so there are companies out there that... Uh, let like disabled people you know work so
0: well i've uh, seen retarded people uh greeting at walmart before and i always just get you know it warms my heart a little bit it's really nice you know and i mean
1: gives you an opportunity to to talk to them
3: if if there wasn't welfare that there wouldn't be people willing to hire you know mentally disabled or physically disabled people who wanted to work you know other than just sitting in their house and staring at the wall
0: you got it puke any other thoughts no that's all thanks for the well, call and I pre- appreciate hearing from you and, and you know if you want to chime in here on this because uh, i I find this an infinitely fascinating issue. I find repression in America, whether it be uh, repression of sexual discussion, uh, repression of of talking about drugs. I don't know what the other uh, subjects are that are uh, frequently repressed in America, but those are definitely two I think of the most uh, least uh, or the least discussed topics when it comes to parents and kids or at least least discussed in honest ways. So if you want to chime in as far as what your history was with, with your parents, you know, how did they do at introducing you to these ideas, to the idea of, of sex and, and what it's all about? How much information did you get from them? Because I can tell you I didn't get jack squat. I didn't get much myself. I, I, really didn't, I didn't quite understand uh, the mechanics of it all. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand anything what I learned uh you know pretty much came from pornography. Luckily, uh I managed to do more research on the internet prior to uh, meeting my first girlfriend and uh learned, you know, the truth about sex instead of this nonsense uh that they teach you in in porn. And it just it's disturbing to me that we have this culture in America now that is so obsessed with pornography. Look, I got nothing against pornography. That's fine. You want to go and watch porn, whatever. The obsession seems to be that everyone wants to be a porn star today. and Everybody wants to go out to the clubs and meet some hottie or whatever, take them back, and then have sex like they do in the porn movies, as though that's what it's all about. Bizarre. And it's not, at least in my opinion. Now, I know there are guys out there that are going to disagree, and guys that, you know, they're out there to conquest and have sex with as many women as possible, and they just want to get off. That's their deal, but... That's not my viewpoint. We can continue this uh, here in hour number three. It certainly doesn't work for my wife, I can tell you that. Exactly. If you want to have a relationship, it sure as hell won't work. 941-925-8357. Sexual repression, whatever's on your mind. It's the Internet Edition of Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is... The live internet edition of the program for this, the last evening of 2007. A happy new year to you, hoping, uh, of course, that you have a safe one while you're out there on the roads tonight. If you're out there on the roads, I know, uh, Mark, you're going to be out and about uh, going and visiting some free staters.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a party tonight, and I, as much as I hate to be on the roads on amateur night, I it's sort of a policy of mine that I like to go someplace where I can walk, but... Um, I'm going to do that because I want to be, you know, I'd rather be around liberty sort of oriented people than just some
0: bar. Very good. So, uh, again, if you I don't know if you want to share, should we do New Year's resolutions tomorrow night? Why don't you do that? If you've got a New Year's resolution you want to share with us, you can call tonight if you want or call in the show tomorrow night. Either way, we're going to be uh, Internet-only both tonight and tomorrow's show. Uh, So the number you need is 941-925-8357. That's the SACL CAI call in line, 941-925-8357.
1: And I have to Mm -hmm. squeeze in this library because I didn't tell you about it. (laughs) How would you like to lose up to 25? Speaking of New Year's resolutions, this is a good one. Lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended product. Go to FTLDiscount.com, read some real testimonials, find out how to order. That's FTLDiscount.com. 941-925-8357.
0: Nine four one Let's go right into the phone calls here. We Last hour, we're talking about uh, sexual repression. Puke had called in mentioning that uh, he'd found a great video podcast for teenagers to help introduce them to sex and you know tell them all the things their parents were too damn afraid to tell them. And I think it's really important. I really do. I think that uh, people should not be learning about sex from pornography, at least if they give a damn about the person they're having sex with. If you are interested in having a relationship with somebody, you shouldn't be having porn sex. That's just my opinion. would love to hear from you. Let's go to Johnson on the Ampline. Johnson hey, hey. in Connecticut.
7: What's wrong with porn sex?
0: <laughs> I, I think it gives kids a false impression of what uh, real sex is all about. And I think, that's a, I think it's dangerous in that way.
7: I think you need to be clearer about that, Ian. What do you mean? Well, what do you think is wrong?
0: Well, I think that uh, as well, as I said earlier, most porn is targeted to men now, there is porn made for women out there and in 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 that particular type of porn, as I understand it uh, they they do s- show more concern for the women the woman in the porn actually having an orgasm uh, but it seems like much of the uh, the male porn out there is just simply fa- uh, focused around men 's fantasy of what they think sex should be, but not what sex uh really is like and of course. In my opinion, I think uh, you know the, if the lady doesn't come, then the guy shouldn't shouldn't get to. You've, you got you've got to have at least a one to one ratio, if not more than that. Well,
1: sometimes it just doesn't happen, you know,
0: on either side, and so I don't think that. It well, you're necessarily... doing something wrong if it doesn't happen. Well, it sometimes it just doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. I suppose it could be something wrong with the the lady, uh, well, but...
1: or the guy. Sometimes it doesn't happen for. For the guy too. Well,
0: my point is uh, there should be some sort of effort put into uh, pleasuring a lady prior to uh, the man getting his. And I think that that's not at all. Very, very rarely is that portrayed in in pornography. and I think that's uh, I think I personally find that unhealthy. What about you? I
7: don't know that that's necessarily true what you say about that being rarely portrayed. Um, I believe that that that's changed a lot um, in the past few years. Uh, I think generally there's probably, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with your point. I don't think that people should learn about uh, sex from porn, but uh, I think that that's changed a little bit. And also I think that you you can't say necessarily that every lady is going to be the same as far as that's concerned. I mean, a lot of uh, women have suffered child abuse and that's aren't true. able to, you know, aren't able to achieve things the same way that guys are, you know, with any sort of regularity, um, you know, and not, Not all sex is about an emotional connection. You know, not all sex is about a relationship.
0: That's why I said if you're having sex with someone you care about. Right. right. If you're just the kind of person that wants to go out for a one-night stand on the town or whatever, then whatever. Then then it won't matter.
7: And women are perfectly capable of having sex that's, you know, unemotionally connected and, uh, I don't know... Dominant on their end, I guess.
0: Oh, no doubt about that. I, I, I'm not denying that. And uh, certainly there are all kinds of permutations of relationships and individuals and, uh, and situations. Just obviously we're talking in generalities. And I think, you you know, you might be right. I think that the more female-friendly porn has become more popular uh, over the years. But then again, I, I certainly know Pornhound, so I can't really comment.
7: I definitely agree, though, that you should never just be sitting around, you know, when you're having sex and just treating your woman like she's a worthless cunt. I definitely think
0: that you shouldn't do that, cool. like some of the people on our message board uh, might might do. Some of these people that uh, there's this guy on the message board, Mother Bear's bitch, uh, who he, you spend way too much time on this message he, board. No, I, I really, I don't really. I get the I get the word from from Julia because she kind of monitors things for me, uh, and she's the one that really has conversations with him. But he believes that men are better than women. And that uh, women are subservient to men, and I think it's uh, it's a despicable attitude. And I can only imagine if, if that if that guy ever gets uh, it, sex that he doesn't have to pay for, I can only imagine how unsatisfied his woman uh, will be. Just feel sorry I, for him.
7: I'm sorry. I just wanted an excuse to drop the a bomb of uh, of swear words. Yeah, I can <laughs> Wait, tell. Someone someone in the chat has now posted that that, that is an acronym for can't understand normal thinking.
0: <laughs> or see you next Tuesday. So yeah. uh so what's uh, what were you really calling about tonight?
7: <laughs> I'm really calling to uh, announce my excitedness of the fact that uh, I will be joining uh, at the Liberty Forum this year yes. and we will be offering some merchandise Ooh. which actually has me very nervous. <laughs> Why is what that do you mean? Why? Um I just don't want to I, I don't want to have any uh, distraught uh fans of our show. We are yeah. I've placed another order for some stock, but okay. due to our Ron Paul sale and its proximity to the Liberty Forum, we are going to blow through our stock um, without question, because we don't keep a lot on hand. I mean, I have a closet full of stuff, um, but there, even though I have so much merchandise, we don't have a lot of each size. Yeah. So I have a feeling that we're going to run out of some stuff. I mean, we've, we're already out of some sizes of some shirts, and I have a feeling that... We're just going to really blow through stuff at this Liberty Forum. So it should be interesting, but I've I've already got some more stuff on order. Well, you
0: know, it's going to be better than last year when they could buy zero. So they're going to have something available this time out. And, you know, I think most of our listeners understand we don't have a warehouse that you can just, you know, waltz into and pull stuff off of the shelves. Uh, So we're we're running on a limited budget here, and we do the best that we can. Last year we had a stack of bumper stickers, so this year will be significantly expanded uh, from that. Thanks right. to you.
7: Yep, absolutely. So that should be good. And, you know, I'm also very appreciative, of you know, that uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm having my, my trip sort of provided for me by uh, Sickle CII because he's offering me a place to stay. So Sweet. So that's, uh, that's the nicest thing, I think, about all of this. this. You, know, you know, he's I'm a
1: really nice guy besides, uh, you know, sponsoring the show. Nice guy in
0: general. So, uh, so you're coming up. You're gonna sell Free Talk Live merchandise uh, right there at the Free Talk Live table, and let's see. What else do we need to know? Uh, no shipping, no shipping charges. So you can right, save a little exactly. bit of cash, right?
7: Yep, absolutely. Now, and, there, uh,
0: hmm? oh, I was just gonna say, there's a gentleman in the chat room. Slim is saying he just ordered some shirts at the store. Is it possible he'll be able to get delivery and get a like a? How how will you handle something like that? If someone has just placed an order for the Ron Paul uh, promotion? Will you well, be able to deliver at the uh, the Liberty Forum?
7: Uh, I suppose I could deliver at the Liberty Forum. I mean, it depends. I mean, does he not want to donate to the Ron Paul campaign? Because we can't afford to just – I mean, we can't afford, unfortunately, to continue that donation and not charge for shipping and, and all that. So, un- unfortunately, we do need to have
0: – Oh, and that sounds like Johnson just lost his Take connection. Say it Gracie. Well, anyway, I think that as far as uh, individuals uh, deciding whether or not they want – I think – If he placed that order he was expecting to send the money to the Ron Paul campaign, but what you should do is if you're going to be at the Liberty Forum and you're expecting a delivery and you've just placed your order, just get in touch with Johnson. His email address is johnson at freetalklive.com. Let him know you're going to be there. That way he can make a special effort to uh, to bring your delivery that direction, and if you don't want to contribute to the Ron Paul campaign, then I guess he'll refund your shipping, but... That's something you have to work out with him. We'll leave it there. All right, nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. So as always, you can bring up anything. Mark any other comments on the. Uh, yeah, it looks like someone's back on the amp line. Amp line. Who's this? Hey, it's just What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just to click, just clicked you out. So I said that I said that uh, people should just email you if they're going to be at the Liberty Forum and they want to pick their stuff up, and you can just deal with them individually on that.
7: Right. And I was just sort of saying, I don't know, you know, as far as that that's concerned is with the whole Ron Paul thing is that we need the money that was sent to us for the shipping for that in order right. to donate to that campaign. Oh, I so have a feeling most of them would will want to that to
0: decision. be sent to Ron Paul. It's just, you know, you should deal with them individually and uh, let them decide what they want to do.
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Very good, sir. And, and as far
7: as, yeah. I was going to chime in, as far as the whole sex thing, you know, it's sort of an interesting, I, I never really had any sort of experience before actually. Okay, we'll find out about Johnson's <laughs>
0: experience in a moment here. Hang on. This is your show, live internet edition of Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. It is the live internet edition of the show. The number is not toll-free, but it's there, 941-925-8357, the SACL CAI call-in line. That's 941-925-8357, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And, of course, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Features there for free, live streams included. We've got a uh, brand-new broadband version of the show available for you at freetalklive.com. It's like super broadband. It's uh, very, very good. Sounds nice. You're going to like it. And it's free, of course. Like everything else on our website, freetalklive.com. Now you can save time and
1: money on common legal matters created by top attorneys. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or a living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com. By the way, Ian, I did go to LegalZoom, and I did do my will. You did. Excellent. Finally. I, uh, I Was it easy? Well, it, I had... I had done it, um, redone a little bit of my will previously, mm-hmm. but um, it, it was very easy. They just ask you a bunch of questions, and they put it all together for you. But uh, I needed, you know, I've got a kid on the way now, so I had to redo it yeah. just to make sure that uh, everything was fine for that. So my will is, you know, ready to go, and I would encourage everyone to, uh, you know, do the same. It's so important. And you important. saved 10%. Yep, you save 10%. So. Use code FTL, LegalZoom.com.
0: 941-925-8357. We go back uh, to Johnson in Connecticut who wanted to continue on the sex topic. We're talking about sexual repression, uh, sex in America, kids, teens, and uh, all that stuff. What's on your mind, sir?
7: I was just going to say, you know, I think that the locker room, not necessarily even porn per se, but I think that just locker room talk in general can uh, miseducate um, in that, you know, I, I don't feel like I had a lot of experience bef- before um, getting involved. Uh, you know, I, I first started having sex at age 14. Mm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I haven't had any complaints. And, you know, in fact, I've had uh, a lot of uh, sort of compliments. Well, I don't know that 14
1: year olds would even know what to complain about.
7: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying over the years. Right, I'm I mean, just saying. And what I'm thinking is that I think a lot of people learn things, and I've heard a lot of things that people tend to learn that are false. And to me, it just sort of is like, uh, how could you ever believe that? <laughs> you know, it's sort of the things that come to my mind.
0: You well, they probably heard it from someone that they believed to be credible on other things, and therefore they found that to be credible. I, I, there's always, there's so much misinformation out there. I mean, some people say that smoking marijuana makes you grow breasts. I mean, people believe that, but it's completely false, and it well, sounds absurd. Well, I think absurd. the
7: reason why people believe that is probably because they equate it to steroids which does cause you to grow breasts. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: Well, after some time.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know if they think very much about it. I think they just accept what they're told as, as fact, and uh, they just move on. And then they regurgitate it later, and then other people accept it as fact. And I think the same thing happens with, uh, with sexual advice. And that's I, I mean,
7: they're... I think one of the things that, I mean, the, one of the prominent things that I think that a lot of people think, you know, when I see have seen, like, things that are just ridiculous, either in porn or just from hearing stories from, from guys... Uh, one of the things that I think is incredible is how anyone could believe that female genitalia is any less sensitive than male genitalia.
0: Do they but believe also, that? I think I've a never lot of even guys, heard that one.
7: I, I think a lot of guys do if you if you watch any porn and watch, you know, any or hear any stories of how, of how men tend to treat women. I mean, it's it's like in female comedy acts about just the things that men do that are ridiculous.
0: Can you give an example?
7: Um, I don't know, just pounding away, or uh, there's one comedian who does like a, a 15, 20-minute skit on just how men treat nipples.
0: Like too hard, too harsh, that sort of too thing. Too
7: hard, or twisting right. it like a radio dial, yep. or flicking it.
0: Or, right. These, you know, are, things the, like these are the thi- these are perfect what examples. you of- think they'd be told by the women that were
1: being flicked or well, in. maybe
0: the maybe the women hey. in those cases. I mean, I'm sure some women will say things, but maybe in the other cases, like you said earlier, maybe they were abused and they believe that to be normal, uh, or or whatever. Maybe they're too no. afraid to say something. Maybe the man's intimidating. I I don't know what this. It would all depend on the individual situation. But that's a perfect example of what I was talking about earlier, in that uh, a lot of this pornography sending the wrong message to people, and they're internalizing it as though it's the way things should be, and it's not.
7: The other thing that I think can be said, too, is that not all women are the same. And, you know, there may be some women that are into something like that. Oh, yeah. If they ask you for strange. it,
0: then, well, whatever. Yeah, then that's then, their well, deal. whatever.
7: But I think on average, I mean, on average, you have to consider that most of these people are your average human being. And they're going to have, you know, an average sensitivity that's equivalent to a normal human being. I mean, there's yeah. going to be a normal amount of nerve endings down there and a normal, mm-hmm. you know, or, or up, you know, or wherever. And it's just amazing to me that people can believe that somehow there are that many differences, or I I don't know, I don't even know how to really sort of uh, qualify or quantify. It's just ignorance, Johnson. I mean, it's just,
0: yeah, I mean, people's ignorance in this country can really be mind-boggling, and that's what you're talking about.
7: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it it, it doesn't, I mean, ignorance, I guess, doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, the amount of people that believe that, you know, in talking snakes and, uh (laughs) You know apples and you know ate the planet and well no you know apples caused all
0: of the evil in the world. Oh, they, those are quinces anyway. I've learned <laughs> something from Mark. Thanks for the call, Johnson. We appreciate it as always. Nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. Mark any comments on the sex thing uh, before we? Not move really.
1: Us? You know, it just doesn't interest me much. I mean, I, I was a little confused. Sex uh, doesn't interest you much. The the, the, the so confusion of, of Americans regarding oh, okay. sex. No, somebody's confused about sex. Tough. I mean, it's kind of how yeah, I see it. I
0: think it's important for them to uh, to get a real education. Look, if, if you're getting your information, from a healthy relationship. If you're getting
1: your information from a a, late, a male in his late teens or his early twenties, you're likely getting bad information. Sorry to say, um, you know, go to the library, look on the
0: internet for real education, not yeah.
1: uh, not not some kind of you know locker room crap.
0: There you go. Hey, speaking of sex, here's one from Middletown, New York. A New York City police officer has been arrested on charges of raping a girl. 15 years old. Now, what did I tell you? Normally when it comes to the cops, if they actually rape somebody, then they can get in trouble. Mm. Trent Young, 39, of Middletown, was arrested in his home Thursday morning, police said. He faces charges of second-degree and third-degree rape. Young teaches karate at the Iron Tiger Martial Arts Center in West Milford, New Jersey, and at his home. The girl... Was his student, Mm. police said. Young allegedly abused her in his home and at the martial arts center. Police said the abuse started when the victim earned her green belt in 2005. That day, Young had the girl sign an oath of obedience and then took her to another room, where he told her to remove her clothes until she was naked, say police. Young then sexually abused her. Afterwards, she put her clothes back on. Young told her it was all part of a test. In 2006, Young allegedly pressured the girl to have sex, continuing to say that doing so was part of the oath she had sworn. Young and his alleged victim had intercourse between 20 and 40 times until October of 2007. Young told another female student, also 15, to remove her clothes as part of that same oath, but she refused. Say investigators... Well, she's not in the club now. No, according to the Iron Tiger Mart's uh, Martial Arts Center website, Young taught in the New York City school system for seven years before joining the NYPD. The website also says he's trained thousands of students in martial arts. Now, obviously, there's going to be another side to this story, and that would be Mr. Young's side. Uh, but it seems clear he was using his position of uh, authority and respect to gain... Well, an advantage, if you will, here. And uh, I think the moral of the story is a simple one. We can come back with that. 941-925-8357. You can bring up anything. It is the live Internet edition of Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live internet edition of the show, New Year's Eve. And by the way, we will be live on the internet tomorrow night as well. Radio stations will be rejoining us on, uh, I guess, Wednesday night. Second. Yeah. So for right now, uh, there's no toll-free line, but it's still brought to you by Cycle cai 941 941-925-8357. Uh, again, 941-925-8357. Amp line is open and available for you as well. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give away all the features, as you well know. Probably uh, updates are included. If you want to get signed up, And get on the list so you can know what's fresh about the show when we uh, send it out. Go to updates.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Sound money is under attack. The Liberty Dollar offices were raided by the FBI and the Secret Service on November 14th. All of its precious metals, computers, and records were seized. Your help is urgently needed. So go to libertydollar.org and sign up for their updates and register for the lawsuit. Don't let the government steal your money and destroy the Liberty Dollar. Go to libertydollar.org. We go to the phones to the fun. John in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey, Happy New Year to
0: everybody. Happy New Year hey, to you, John. Happy New Year. Good to see you yesterday out at uh, Social Sundays here in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire.
6: Oh, that's awesome. When I have a Sunday night off, I uh, I like to get out there when I can. I, I normally go in to work at midnight, so I'm normally sleeping during those hours while you folks are all having a great time out there.
0: Are you coming out to the Liberty Forum? I
6: uh, I have Saturday off, and I hope to make it out on Saturday.
0: Cool, cool. i look forward to seeing you there. What were you calling about tonight?
6: I called about the AMP program. As you know, I just AMPed for the first time. And I used to listen to a re- religious guy years ago, and he was kind of reasonable. He, he didn't put guilt on people. He'd say, you know, I'm asking you to support this program that I have, he'd say. And uh, he says if you can do that now and you realize the value now, do it. And if, if you realize it now and you can't afford it now, then you know, send a check later. Yeah, and uh, I didn't have any excuse like that. I, I just kind of neglected it when I met you a couple times. Uh, I meant to give you a check and didn't, and, and then I got to thinking about it. Why don't I? Why don't I actually pay for the couple of years that I've been the program? Because I actually listened to the podcast. I'm not. I'm not a radio listener, so it was my pleasure to do that.
0: I have to say, and, John, you're uh, the very first retroactive amplifier of all time. <laughs> well, Thank I you very much.
6: You're a religious guy, and and it, it just goes to prove that. Uh, us atheists and agnostics can uh, so learn from principled people. You know the, the, We don't have to agree on everything, but uh, some, some people who have really great ideas, even if uh, we agree with uh, 90% or 50% or whatever it is, we take uh, all the good ideas and use them, yeah. which is kind of what libertarians do. We take all the great ideas from the, from the left with all the freedom ideas that they like. Hey, guess what? We're all in favor of that, and anybody on the right, they, they, they like certain freedoms, and you know what? Hey, we'll take those, two and let's put them all together, and we'll make a whole effing – I don't even have to say effing. That's right. You about don't. That. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll make a whole damn philosophy with this stuff, and, and we'll call it libertarianism. And, and you've these other kooks that, that want none of that, and those are authoritarians.
0: Yeah, they sure are. You know, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned guilt tripping, and uh, I think normally uh, we certainly don't approach the AMP program. Maybe Mark was a little pulling a bit of a little guilt trip earlier when he suggested only ten percent of our uh, our listeners. I just wanted people yeah, to be armed it. with yeah, the numbers.
1: I think it's good to point that out. Okay, right. I think it's arming with arming people with the numbers. I'm not saying oh yeah, you're a bad person fact, if you're not you know? doing it, right? But just likely the vast majority of people out there that haven't done it, it isn't because they don't have the money. It isn't because they choose not to do it. It's because they haven't.
2: They just taken, haven't done
1: it. Haven't taken the time to go and do it. And I would encourage those people to go ahead and do that.
6: And, uh, Mark, uh, just yes, so sir. you know what I did, uh, I retroactively I paid for two years because that's roughly what I've been listening to. I, you know, I don't know exactly when I started, but it's about two years. So when I gave Ian a check, I said, you know what, let me – let me pay you for two years past, also, and and now you get some money up front for for the for the next year.
0: Pretty cool. I Excellent. must say we don't expect that from anybody. No. I was pretty pretty surprised, and uh, was awfully uh, wonderful of you, John. And, but and remember, and John, it present. does
1: you know it doesn't go to us. We don't get we don't keep the checks. The you know we're not shoving in our pockets as much as uh, we deserve to be paid for what we're doing. That's not how we get our revenue. Um, it's the,
6: a Christmas present for liberty, not for not
0: for you personally. It's for, for the movement. Right. It's it's go. to get
1: us um, you know advertising for the show, so that more listeners and more stations come on board.
0: Exactly, John. Any other thoughts tonight? Well,
6: I'm not looking to plug my own uh, YouTube thing, but I you but should. I just did, did want to mention that yeah. I, as I was getting off the other night, I was I was going to tell you that uh, or tell the listeners so that they know um, it was it was kind of neat when when you asked me the question the other day about if anybody had asked me to do what I was doing with the signs. Yeah, I just got the biggest kick out of that. And there it was on the Internet, so I could take that and add it to my uh, my latest YouTube thing, which I did, you know, uh, Ridleyo style, which means I went out and just did this instant thing on the spot, grabbed some images, got a little bit of sound, right. came home, just a itsy-bitsy tiny bit of editing, and put it up on YouTube in, you know, in less than an hour
0: you know we should mention um we should mention first of all let's give you the plug uh what's your youtube channel
6: P-H-O-N-H-K-O-H-N.
0: P-H-O-N-H-J-O-H-N. P-H-O-N-H, john uh that's the youtube channel now uh so you've got some videos up there right now i sure do okay cool well people should you, go know and, what's,
6: you know it's yeah. kind of weird you mentioned earlier Uh, about YouTube and the bandwidth and all that, which I don't even understand, because this is all kind of new to me. Mm -hmm. But the ease with which which I'm able to do this now, when I got my first one up, I was just kind of stumbling around, and, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, damn, it didn't work. Oh, oh, damn, what did I do wrong? And then finally, I just kind of found the door, and I got one up, and I said... How did I do that? I tried again, and I couldn't get another one up. Well, you know what? Just practice a little bit, and I yep. got a few up, and now I'm up and running. And You got it. Uh, I got one that's got over eight. You know, for me, I expected maybe with, you know, mentioning it on your show and at nh com. I figure, you know, I'm going to get maybe, you know, 30 or 40 or 45 people look at it. Which which was around the you know the first one when I did that this is a test which I told Mark about which by the way uh, I didn't do any yoga yet Mark I'll get around to that I, I want to see
1: that I want to see your yoga on uh, uh, YouTube
6: <laughs> I actually I did a meditation one that's just about
0: two or three minutes long so oh, wait wait don't. don't get sidetracked how many views did you get you said you were expecting uh, okay. fifty
6: you get? well the first one uh, I got like forty five within you know twenty four or or thirty six hours or something like that. I got one uh over eight hundred views wow, and this one that I just put up this afternoon i kind of i, I got my bumper st- your bumper sticker on my guitar case, mm-hmm. and I use that for the video while i 'm using the soundtrack of you asking me if anybody asked me to do it and i 'm laughing so saying, that, do I look like the kind of guy that needs direction? So
0: you've actually so you've figured got, out how to, to lay audio over top of your video. I mean, that's that's pretty advanced video work, I would have to say, for someone that's just uh, just getting into it. I, I've got to say that, you know, congratulations for uh, for charging out there and, and learning something brand new, and I'm glad you found it worthwhile, John. Hey, you
6: know what? I'm having a blast doing it. And, cool. And it, and it means so much. And what I'm doing this for, and I'm not going to be totally, you know, all politics, all the time, or anything like that. I'm doing some of the nature stuff, I'm, you know, which is kind of still uh, trying to show off New Hampshire.
2: Right. Uh, Excellent.
6: The other night, when when Nick was on, and 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 I said to you guys, "Gee, you make it sound like you were living on the moon." After today's snowfall, I was actually out video out in the forest, oh, and I have got some nice images of the snow over these over these boulders, and I and I'm saying on the video. Maybe I should wonder. Maybe I am on the moon. You know, it really is
0: beautiful.
1: It, today, t- today's snow was was the best snow of the season. It was. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was light. It was fluffy. It was light. It was fluffy, but it was wet at the same time. It was so all it really over stuck together. Yeah. Uh, I, I I saw fences um, fences with just you know eight inches of snow if piled up on, uh, into a little pyramid That's on top. Amazing, John. Amazing. We'll see you it on Saturday,
0: man. And thanks for the call tonight. Nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. By the way, it was, he was going to mention the Ridley report. Uh, he's sort of what got all this started with uh, John and uh, others. Uh, John's not the only one, but uh, Dave Ridley here in New Hampshire, an early mover, an activist here in, in uh, as part of the Free State Project, has been going around and shooting these uh, little videos, and they, they don't last longer than ten minutes. Usually, it's less than five uh but he goes and he, he basically will will document something mm-hmm. on the scene and he sort of shoots it in camera he doesn't really do any editing he just shoots it straight a
1: little bit uh, he does a little bit of editing he sets he, you know he sets it up so that he can edit very quickly it.
0: right and uh, he shoots it straight and he gets it up he can get it, the the video online within 24 hours of its actual being recorded and he's and he he's, does he's going to be offering a class at the Liberty Forum and I think you can get in touch with him through RidleyReport.com.
1: Right. This isn't something he figured out on his own. I mean, he's a professional. He's, he's been a trained professional. Guy. He's, he's trained professional professional
0: and videographer, professional editor by trade. That's what he does. And I know he only charges like 40 bucks for the class. It's a four-hour deal. I don't know what day it's happening. You should go to RidleyReport.com and contact him through that link. SACL CAI sponsors the Ridley Report, too. Ooh, that's good. That's good. More on the way. 941-925-8357. This is an Internet Edition. Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but still enough time for your call. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything, even in these remaining moments. Not toll-free, but there is a number, 941-925-8357. The SACL CAI. Call in line for tonight. 941 925 8357 eighty three fifty seven, you know, Mark, we've been we've we've been kind of loose with the format on the show tonight. Yeah we do we considering uh considering that it's an internet only show, uh though we've still tried to stay a little bit tied down to uh, to our old format. Uh but I got lost, man. Uh I had said that I was going to ta- uh, t- talk about the moral of the story from the NYPD earlier. The NYPD officer that is now being accused of raping two teenage girls or one teenage girl, the other girl said no. Uh, But he's being accused of this, and he was their teacher, their karate teacher. Uh, And of course, he had actually apparently worked in the school system prior to actually um, going and joining the NYPD. So it just, you know, really just goes to show that the pervs are absolutely attracted to jobs where they're going to be close to kids.
1: Not just that, but that people uh, give their children over to the government because the government's supposed to keep us all safe and do all the right thing by us every single time. And in in both cases, one of the pervs has infiltrated the government organization and takes people's naive trust of the government and turns it around on them. And yep well likely will the, the the people we, we that uh, support the government will be sued because the, the, there is no government everybody it's a it's it's a fantasy we pay, we pay for it and so we'll be we'll all be sued by these people these uh, people that that weren't taking the responsibility of raising their own children and looking into these circumstances um and we'll we'll, we'll have to pay for it people abdicate their responsibility and yet again the taxpayer has to pay for it
0: Right, and the moral of the story is that don't trust the cops. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) don't trust the cops. Even if even if he's teacher, the teacher of the karate class, and he seems like the nicest guy, don't trust anybody, but especially the cops with your kids, (laughs) you and your, and
1: especially the cops. But but,
0: there's this false sense of security. It's what you're talking about, Mark. People believe that oh, they're the police, so therefore they're more trustworthy. Not so, especially in the NYPD. 941-925-8357. 9419258357. So be careful. Um and by the way I'm being uh someone's pointing out that I said that one girl said no, the other girl said yes. Well, she said yes in a roundabout fashion. She was sort of coerced in a way into signing this obedience oath with this guy and and he manipulated her basically into into having sex with her. Right. It wasn't perhaps full didn't actually say yes. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't full on rape necessarily um but it was still bad, nonetheless. Definitely taking advantage of an inexperienced young girl. Of course, that's the position the story takes. For all we know, this girl was uh, voluntarily giving it up to the guy, and then uh, he did something she didn't like, and she decided to, to use her age against him. That's always a possibility, so I want to make it clear. I am aware of that being a possibility. We're just going by uh, by the story's facts, uh, according to whatever the hell that was. Because I don't have it in front of me. nine four one nine two five eighty three fifty seven. 8357 some quick... Fun facts about the Canadian healthcare system. This uh, comes from an email, so take it with a grain of salt, but it's pretty interesting nonetheless. Comes from a friend of a career Marine who happens to be a Canadian. His thoughts on the recent healthcare uh, proposal. Duh, 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 I saw something up here, number, blah, blah, blah. As your friend and someone who lives with a Canadian healthcare plan, I thought I would give you some facts about this great medical plan we have in Canada. Number one. The healthcare plan in Canada is not free. We pay a premium every month of $96 for Shirley and I to be covered. Sounds great, huh? Well, what they don't tell you is how much we pay in taxes to keep the healthcare system afloat. I am personally in the 55% tax bracket. Wow. 55% of my earnings go to taxes. A large portion of that, I'm not sure the exact amount, goes directly to health care. The number one expense of the Canadian government. Number two. I'd not classify what we have as a health care plan. It's more like a health diagnosis system. You can get in to see a doctor quick enough so that he can tell you, yes, indeed, you are sick, or you need an operation. But now the challenge becomes getting treated or actually operated on. We have waiting lists out the yin-yang, some as much as two years down the road. And, of course, a lot of this backs up what we've heard from people who are actually in Canada. I mean, again, this is from an email, so take it with a grain of salt. But a lot of it really backs it up. And the fact is there are people who die because they're waiting to get the care they've been promised by this so-called free system, this universal single-payer governmental health care system. So all of this definitely is completely believable. Number three. Rather than fix what's wrong with you, the usual tactic in Canada is to prescribe drugs. Have a pain here's a drug you can take. not what's causing the pain and why no time for checking you out because it's more important to move as many patients through as possible each hour for government reimbursement and that's how socialist systems work all around the world is the government uh, the doctors will get paid a stipend for each person that they can see in a certain period of time. And so they don't really care about giving you an accurate diagnosis or, you know, giving you the right medication or, you know, being accurate in any way, shape or form. They just want you in and out. Right. Because where are
1: you going to go the next time you're sick? Well, you can't go anywhere else. You've been assigned a doctor. Right. You're in their system. You've got to go to the same guy who's done a poor job. You could move, I suppose. In in, In a system, even our system, but in a free market system, which is not what we have currently, you can go to any doctor you want. And so you can change if the guy treats you poorly. Right. And so, therefore, the doctors are incentivized in the wrong manner. They're incentivized to move people
0: in and move them out, and who cares if they get uh, healthy? But even if that changed, Mark, even if they were just paid a flat fee, flat yearly uh, fee, that wouldn't really help anything. Like if they were making $100,000 a year or whatever, that wouldn't help them treat you better necessarily because they're going to make what they make. In that case, they would make what they make regardless of the level of service they did. So it's not because of the configuration of the socialist system. It's because of the socialist system that things just don't work. Number four, many Canadians don't even have a family doctor. You know, in in many cases, when someone moves to a new area, they have to find out if there are any doctors that have available space. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then you get on a waiting list, right? Isn't that usually how it works? Yeah. Number five, don't uh, don't require emergency treatment, as you might wait for hours in the emergency room awaiting said treatment. Number six, Shirley's dad cut his hand on a power saw a few weeks back and it required his hand be put in a splint. To our surprise, we had to pay $125 for a splint because it's not covered under health care. Plus, we have to pay $60 for each visit for him to check it out each week. So it's not even free. There's And they're, they're going to tell you it's free up front to get your support of the idea. And then all of a sudden, here come the fees. Mm. $96 a month is what they have to pay. And then there's the visits uh, that they're, they're having to pay for because he cut his hand, right? It didn't happen as part of nature, I guess. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you never know. Some people say they, they've they been to Canadian health care, and
1: it's all taken care of, and it's all free, and da-da-da. But other times you talk to people,
0: and, and they say that they had to pay for stuff. And this isn't the first time I've heard that. Shirley's dad, number six, cut his hand. Oh, wait, that's the cutting hand. Number seven, Shirley's cousin was diagnosed with a heart blockage and put on a waiting list. Died before he could get treatment. Mm. Number eight, government allots so many operations per year. What it, uh, When that is done, no, uh, no more operations allowed. Unless you go to your local newspaper and plead your case and embarrass the government, then the money suddenly appears. Number nine, the government takes great pride in telling us how much more they are increasing the funding for health care, but waiting lists never get shorter. Government just keeps throwing money at the problem, but it never goes away. And they're good at finding new ways to tax us, but they don't call it a tax anymore. Now it's a user fee. Number 10, my mother needs an operation for a blockage in her leg, but because she's a smoker, they won't do it, mm. despite her and my father paying into the healthcare system for all of these years. Right,
1: you have to pay,
0: but they don't cover you. Now, that's single payer? God, that's sick. My mom is 80 years old. Now there's talk that maybe we should not treat fat and obese people either because they're a drain on the health care system. So basically what we want in Canada is a health care system for healthy people only. That should reduce our health care costs. Yeah, that'll take care of everything. And Just let the rest of them die. Right, this is how Even it works. though they have to pay. Because once they...
1: Because then that's not going to work at some point. And then they're not going to have all the sick people, the fat people, the smokers, and uh, they're not going to have those people to, uh, to cover the costs because they're currently paying in. Oh, they'll still have to pay
0: and they'll get the coverage
1: then they'll die and then oh, they what won't you'll be have, paying then what I you'll see. have is a bunch of you know uh, relatively healthy people then they'll go after the people that eat red meat then they'll go after the people that eat candy bars it, 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 it's happening it never right now stops.
0: In in uh, I think in Massachusetts I mean they, again once they get in control of healthcare they can set whatever rules they might and deny you and you're screwed. Uh, by the way forget about second a uh, second opinion what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. I can spend what money I have left after taxes on booze cigarettes junk food and anything else that could kill me but I'm not allowed by law to spend my money on getting an operation that I need because that would be jumping in that would be jumping the queue. I must wait my turn unless I'm a hockey player or athlete then I can get looked at right away. Mm. Oh, and did I mention that immigrants are covered automatically at taxpayers' expense? And finally, we now give free needles to drug users and try to keep them healthy. Wouldn't want a sickly druggie breaking into your house and stealing your things. But people with <laughs> diabetes who pay uh, pay into the healthcare system have to pay for their needles because it's not covered by the healthcare system. Just socialist nonsense. We're done for tonight. Back with another internet edition tomorrow. Have a safe and happy New Year's Eve. See you in 2008.